Gotcha, gotcha. Um, yeah, so anyways, let's go. I guess we just go ahead and get started here. Don't waste too much time. Guys, welcome back to the Now You Made It Awkward podcast, episode number 56, I believe. It's been a while since we recorded one, so I actually have to check. So the, the last time we actually recorded was when we recorded live in Maryland. And actually, I have one of those people here with me, and it is Alan. 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 Oh, where's, where's Ricky with that red? No. Listen, Ricky. No, I can't, I can't take the both of you again at the same time. It's pretty bad. <laughs> That's what she said. Um, live and in person. Yes, live and in person. That was, I mean, while f- as fun as that was, it was also fraught with issues, as you would hear if you heard episode 55, where you can't hear Ricky. Um, but, uh, you know, he's surprisingly loud enough that he came across, but then there's even a short section. If you're listening to it where my audio cuts out because I accidentally muted myself, I didn't mean to, I, I clicked the wrong button. So I muted my own mic. Uh, um, we did. We, we, we muted him. We what, what, so that means your microphone was the only one picking us up while we were talking. So like somehow, even though you were talking low for for us, your audio was apparently set up perfect, and like everything else was screwed up. So just in, incidentally, incidentally, it came out fine for for the first time ever recording in person. Um, but you know, anytime you're using like USB mics, you know, you're always going to run into some issues when trying to get the setups correct. Um, so I'm gonna yeah. have to figure that out in the future. So also, guys, for those who are new here, I am Shoki. You know, I didn't introduce myself, but I introduced Alan. Don't. Shoki. D- don't. <laughs> don't. All right, that, that's it, that's it. Yeah, please don't. That is such a huge pain in my ass to have to edit that much shit. Like, like the no, last time was hilarious. No, it wasn't. <laughs> because, like, like, no joke. Like, okay, so I had to create that own, my own sound drop for that to, to bleep <laughs> you guys. But, like, no it's joke, weird. it took me an hour and a half to edit <laughs> that stupid-ass episode because it was so annoying. Um, but either way, um, what was I going to say? Oh, so want to say hi to the patrons who are watching this, hopefully. Hello. Cause they can see hello, us hello, on hello. video. Um, they can see Alan's lovely, uh, afterglow there behind him. You've got the beautiful, yes. the beautiful halos, the beautiful halos behind him. Yeah. Something on the old terms. I was going to say it's a, it's actually kind of a cool look, um, because, cause it's got the light bleed. Which actually looks pretty cool. Like people don't understand the cameras work that way sometimes when the light hits at the right angle. And oh, it, it looks neat. Uh, I leave it. I leave it. You can still hear me. Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, I'm just I'm just fixing something in a different room. It's fine. I got to do some water oh, here. I'm dying. You got to do some water. Yeah, it's 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 a day slash night for water. Yes. That's what I'm doing. I'm getting a drink. And, and staying hydrated. Yeah, norm. I've been. I'm very red. Yes, you are very red. You like I'm. I mean, I'm orangey from like you. You can probably well a little too bright, but I'm trying to. That's just a crease from leaning on the desk. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, uh, because that's where I lean whenever I'm doing recordings and and such. But like, I'm kind of orangey, which means I've been getting tan. But uh, actually, I got some cooling sleeves in today. They're just the the ones you you know the like neoprene polyester type sleeves so if you get them cool like they'll they'll be breathy but keep the sun off you mm-hmm. so uh because they said they got some amazon? huh yeah i got them on amazon yes 
And uh, apparently, if you spend a certain amount of money on certain products, they'll just ship it to you like as fast as fucking possible. Sometimes same day shipping if you catch it early enough. But I ordered them in the afternoon, so they came early today. Like normally, Amazon drops off around, you know, anywhere between one and three, and uh, they dropped it, they dropped it off at like nine a.m. So Amazon's quite fast in your country, though. For sometimes, me, it's sometimes. Two days, yeah, wait, three days. I ordered something well, Monday. I was here today. Well, what do they have? Like five drivers in in Ireland? They got to cover the the whole of the island. <clears throat> what I'm just saying, like compared to Texas, like we're talking about Houston is like I I would love no like no joke. I would love to see like the 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 whole of geography of Ireland compared to some of the major cities in Houston or not Houston, but in in the U S. To actually see that because i made a joke one time i had a friend and lived in the uk and she was talking shit i was like bitch your island like will fit in my state like i don't even know like a hundred times it's like don't talk shit you know and this was after she when, had already visited us for like where, six where months. in the uk was she was she from wales no not she was not from wales uh which i now know where wales is that was that was a legitimate thing. Like I was not faking that. I le- that was a legit ignorance as, as to where Wales was. Like the funny thing is, like I had the rest of of the UK like kind of oriented correctly, but like Wales just never made sense in my mind. It's like I know where Scotland is, I know where Dover is, I know where Ireland is. Where's Wales? <laughs> and, and like you said, it's the belly kind of thing, you know. So uh, yeah, you know, well, that was legit. That was that was legit ignorance in that. But, but I mean, Ricky, you're, you're, at some, Ricky, at some point, did think, but Ricky did think that, uh, you know, the Republic of oh, Ireland we, was part of was part of the UK at some point. It is not. Yeah. It's a trick. Yeah, we wore a long, long time ago. But he, yeah. who, who was it? Was it you or him that said there was a bridge? You thought it was a bridge. Oh, no, that was OK. So to explain that, to explain what I said there was in. And it may have been going into like a specific city or something like that, but in in uh, Torchwood, in uh, the first the first episode of Torchwood, Gwen is going from Wales, or at least she says she's in Wales. And uh, what what is the main what is the capital there? Wales. What is the main Cardiff? Cardiff, yeah. So that's where most Doctor Who stuff was shot, right? So she was literally going. No, it was. Uh, so a lot, a lot of Doctor Who was shot and Torchwood was shot in Cardiff specifically. And it was actually part of the show. And at some point, she's going across a bridge, talking on her car phone and saying, wish me luck, I'm going into Britain, like proper. Like, so it's like, I don't know what you meant by that. Like, ge- geographically, I have no idea what they were talking about. That's why I had that so concept. If I, and maybe I, if, I, could be wrong. I could be wrong with this. Mm-hmm. But I think there is there's a big suspension bridge from around Bristol mm-hmm. that it could be like Wales mm-hmm. crosses a big valley because Wales is Wales is like full of valleys. Yeah, that that's what they probably want meant that they hit this bridge. It's huge, it's a big suspension bridge. If you saw it, you'd be like, oh, that's unique. It, it could I mean? be so that's honestly. Probably, that's probably where that came from. Okay, hold on. Let me let me go have a look. I can't think. It's around Bristol. But once again, we I clearly don't know. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> from Cardiff. Yeah, I'm looking at it here. Yeah, there could easily be a bridge that goes essentially from that area over 
what whatever this little small like that's the Bristol Channel. So that would that could make sense actually. It could be one of those. I see them right there. It was either M four, the M four M forty eight bridge. Yeah, there's a big, big, big suspension bridge. Yeah, so it could be it could be either one of those, which would actually make sense. So I wasn't a hundred percent wrong. It was just mm-hmm. very specific geographically. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And I don't know. And I guess that's why I thought Wales was an island, because mm-hmm. I think they were always going. At any given point that I've seen it referred to, I, I've seen them cross. Because I think even in Top Gear, if they visited that, I think they were going from Bristol over, which means they were crossing a bridge. So that just gives the implication, if you don't know, that you know it's across the water somewhere. What, what Top Gear were you watching? Were you watching a, who, a, who were the good three top, presenters? Good Top Gear, not not anything since 2014. Um, so the original three: Jeremy Clarkson, Clarkson, May, and Ham and Hamster. Yes. Yeah. Dude, I talked. Yeah. I, I talked a bunch of Top Gear with uh, Sam while I was at the party. Um, the little gentleman. Yes. I, I wish I got this. I got. The, I wish I got to speak to him more. Yeah, uh, we're gonna have him on uh, whenever we can manage because obviously he's in a very similar time zone to you, so um, makes it a little difficult as well. Oh, and by the way, for anybody who's wondering why there, I have no other co-host today, that's a good question. <laughs> the last two weeks, like no joke, sir, because we didn't have an episode last week. We weren't going to have an episode this week. Uh, so literally, I reached out to Al and I'm like, hey, uh, you got time? Because, <laughs> like, no joke, like, no one was available at all. Like, even Ricky's like, uh, I can do, like, Friday afternoon because I got nothing going on until in, until uh, RHP. And I'm like, okay, but you know, Friday's when we drop the episode, you know? So it's like, I can't just, I can't push two weeks of no episode. But also, yeah, so also, I've not been absent of podcast. I actually joined in on Dante, our, our now mutual friend Dante. Uh, I, jo- I joined in on Off the Mats last week. Uh, in theory, he edited that yesterday. So, um, like, he, he had, dude, he had such a busy fucking weekend. I think he said from from Thursday to Sunday, I think he recorded seven podcasts. Seven. Seven. Off the map. Yeah. The horror one. So you like horror? So you like horror. And then uh, and then uh, Columpton Beer Club. Oh, the Beer Club. Yeah, so... <laughs> no, I think it's just called Beer Club now. I think he dropped the Columpton. No, Columpton's the main part of it. It was it was Columpton uh, Social Club. They changed it from Social Club to Beer Club. So it's still Columpton mm. Beer Club. Because that's that's the thing he and Steve have together, like their history growing up. They were on a on a local sports uh, grouping, and it was called Columpton, which is a fusion of Columbia and Compton. Um, Mm -hmm. So uh, yeah, I've been listening to I've been listening to those shows, and then because he and I, from the conversation that we had at. At Skullstice, which, by the way, we have that conversation. <laughs> well, not even not even just that one, because because Dante and I talked a lot that day, like just in general. Um, so mm-hmm. after that conversation, which I still say will never see the light of day, um, did he not send it to you? No, okay. I didn't. I didn't think he would send it to me. I figured if he was going to put it anywhere, he put it up there. Um, actually, uh, not not to talk too much inside baseball. Apparently, the way that 
uh, Bobby's software works is that it like just keeps recording. Like it'll pause, save that chunk as an individual file, but it'll keep recording. So whenever he sent y'all's episode that you guys recorded there late that night, apparently mm-hmm. it had chunks of other episodes in it. Like, and he had to trim all that out. Oh, really? Yeah, because he said it even had a, a chunk of the stuff that we're talking about. So, but either way, um, mm. it, so we talked last. It was supposed to be last Tuesday, but then we had to move it to Wednesday because, uh, or was it Thursday? Either way, we had to move it because he was like deathly ill, and then uh, yeah. he was fine the next yeah, day. He sent me a message, and he sinuses or hay fever? Something. I mean, he was already sick, like feeling pretty sick. He even called into work, and then uh, even this last weekend, his his lovely wife Sarah was sick. So I love that we're talking a whole bunch about uh, somebody else's podcast. But the thing is, uh, <laughs> I will be. I'm like so. I li- so I lined you up yesterday to record today. But before that, Dante and I were already talking because we didn't get to have all of the conversation we wanted to have. So I'm recording with him tomorrow night as an extension of that off the mats. Sure, so nice. like it, it'll be for from out from this show, but it'll be a continuation of that episode's conversation because we talked for like three hours. It's really, mm-hmm. really easy to talk with Dante. Yeah, Dante sound loud. So, uh, so we'll be hearing from him uh, pretty shortly, uh, and I'm, I'm excited about that because uh, the conversation we're going to have uh, is going to like talk about time travel and all kinds of crazy scientific nonsense. <laughs> he he's, he told yeah, me man. so coincidentally he's told me about movies he was going to be watching this week, and we and that's when we had already discussed going ahead and recording, and they happen to be time travel movies. So I watched one of them. We'll just get into my week real quick here. Uh, it's called Primer. It's from like 2004. It's a little independent movie. It's only like an hour and 17 minutes or something like that. It's a pretty short movie. And Any names? Like- no. No big names at no. all. Uh, the, on- the only reason that this guy is known at all is because he went on to do... Uh, which was it? He helped on another time travel movie. Oh, he helped on Looper. He came. He he was brought in on the movie Looper to help figure out some of the time travel stuff because he apparently had one of the more comprehensive takes on practical time travel, as it were. That was Hayden Christensen was in Looper, wasn't he? No, that was uh, that's Jumper. No. Yeah. No, I don't think not. I've seen not the Looper. same movie. No, uh, Looper was the time travel assassin movie with Bruce Willis and oh, what's his face? Uh, he's got. Joseph Joseph Gordon Levitt. Oh, okay. Uh, yes. So that's that's where they like they could go back in time and kill people ahead of time, but then also if if they were discovered in the past, they could be getting tortured and everything like that. And in real time, you'd see them like losing their limbs as they get cut off in Mm -hmm. the past and stuff. It's it's a crazy movie. So, but but this particular yeah, it's a weird one. I've never seen the whole thing, but I've seen a lot of stuff about it. But uh, so I watched, I did watch uh, the the one I said, I forgot, <laughs> Primer, uh, which actually the name I don't understand. Uh, it doesn't seem to have anything to do with it, but maybe it was just one of the things they talked about in the ridiculous sci-fi stuff they spouted in that movie. It's really low budget, like really low budget, but uh, it, there's like it's no... Set in, set in the States? Yes. Um, and, and actually it's Texas-based to begin with, which I found funny. Um <laughs> 
But uh, other things I've watched since the last time we talked. Uh, watched Avatar 2, uh, The Way of the Water. I, just, I don't think I can watch it. It's surprisingly good. Like, really? It is, it is long as fuck, but the first one was too. It does retread a lot of stuff from the first one. It's got like a whole lot of the same beats, but, you know different mm-hmm. and there's been like a almost like an 18 year time gap or something like that so he almost kept the actual real gap between the movies within the, within the within this one movie and uh, yeah i haven't haven't heard good things i mean it it wasn't terrible by by i mean i, I went in obviously with an open mind and i'm just like okay well let's see what we got all these years later you know and it's uh didn't have i don't even think i paid for that one i think that one was free to watch by now um because i did actually have to rent uh primer on YouTube for three bucks. So really? yeah, it was like not streaming for free anywhere. Um, but I mean, three bucks is three bucks. Who cares? You know, it's YouTube. True. And the cool thing is, it's like a lot of the other ones where you've got like 48 hours. I was like, once you start it, you got 48 hours to watch it. But up until then you mm-hmm. got like six months to start watching it. So, um, it's pretty cool. <clears throat> and Google, Google and you- play has a similar <clears throat> setup as well. So you can, you know, you can get a lot. There was can another, see it. Go ahead. Did you see and interested in the movies? Mm-hmm. Certain, um, certain, um, a movie that's had some characters that are behind you. Did I watch a Transformers movie? Is what you're asking? Yes, I did yeah, watch a Transformers movie last week. I was going to get to that. Um, I'm just trying to roll through it. I'm actually kind of going backwards through my movies. So. Really? Because I actually watched Primer while while Dante and I were talking, I, I put it on and I watched it before bed. And then literally, like before I went to bed, I'm like, "What the fuck did I just watch?" And he's like, "What?" It's like I watched Primer. He's like, "Oh, okay, yeah." So, um, uh, yeah, no, Avatar two, gorgeous movie. Like, just and so, I think some people were like hating on the CGI. I was like, "You're a fucking moron. Your TV must suck because like." They developed a technology so fucking ridiculous that like shit legit looks like it's underwater. Like if you if you go say like the Little Mermaid for instance, like that does not look like it's underwater in any way, shape, or form. That looks like some shit floating in imaginary invisibleness. Uh, movie, uh, I don't think I will be watching. Oh, I'm not gonna watch it. But the wife you wanted to, and I'm like you. I told really? her you. She's well, she's still a girl, so she wants to go watch it. Uh, but I okay. I. Some of the other live action Disney films I can be talked into because whatever. Yeah, some of them but, are quite... but this one is just so off the rails. Like Beauty and the Beast is good. Yeah, Beauty and the, the Beast wasn't is bad. Good. Yeah. Um that's one that kind of Cin- the in. Cinderella one that started it was actually not terrible. It wasn't a direct yeah. it wasn't a direct one, but it was pretty pretty close. Aladdin was pretty bad. I didn't watch that one and that that would be why. Because that wasn't Aladdin's movie, that was Jasmine's movie. Not to sound all Mike yeah. about it. Yeah. <laughs> I like how when the we refer to anything sexist, it's just Mike. <laughs> the, thing, the thing that turned me off is the, 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 the genie. Yeah, and having like, Will Smith as a genie. <clears throat> Dude, it, yeah, but that it's was, not even that. The genie was Robin Williams. Yeah, you know, but, yeah. He literally a, he developed. He was that character. I mean, even yeah. who was it that played him on the on the show? I think it was. I don't think it was Hank Azaria, but it was one of those guys from The Simpsons that did did the genie's voice other than Robin yeah. Williams. And but in live action, like you're either gonna have to go with a fully CGI person, like never gonna look real, or you have to base it on a real person. Like the weird part was whenever like 
I don't know, just I don't know, just it it, it was always going to be hard shoes to fill, you know, oh, and that's, big shoes to fill. Yeah, literally, yeah. Um, if he even had shoes, because sometimes he just had the tail, you know. Yeah, which, which, I always thought that was funny. The genie could have legs when he wanted to. Like he could just turn into like a human esque form, you know, as a disguise mm. and have legs. But otherwise, he's like floating around, almost directly attached to the lamp. You know, it was, <laughs> it was a little weird. But anyway, um, so yeah, uh, last Friday, I guess. No, Thursday. So it was like a, a very early like afternoon release. Went and watched uh, Transformers because I knew the wifey wasn't going to be interested at all. So, you know, no big deal. You know, I always ask her, I was like, hey, I'm going to go watch this movie. Do you give a shit? And she's like, no. You know? My. Yeah. So, um, and it, it was fine. I did a review for it. Um, I haven't done a, mu- a movie review in a little bit. But uh, it was fine, but it wasn't good. Or, or no, it wasn't. It wasn't great. I'll give it a good. It was good. Out of ten, I gave it a six and a half. Really? Yeah, because because there was there was a lot of good in it that gave it a a big boost against all the negative. Mm. So like, there's there's a whole lot of negative in it, but a lot of that comes like for me, the negatives come down to like the logistical shit. It comes down to, you know, oh, we're doing this again, you know, that kind of stuff. But like mm-hmm. the actual movie premise and the characters and stuff like that uh, were better than old Bayverse, but not as good as Bumblebee. Mm-hmm. So, so if That's this good. if this movie was a six and a half, Bumblebee is like an eight. Transformers one is like a nine, and like Transformers two is like an eight and a half. So this is like my fourth out of out of all the movies, I gave it that. Because like Transformers by, by, two is terrible. No, three was so much worse than two. Come on. Like the first two at least fit together. After the first two, even though the third one is still with Sam, because what's her face fucking left and you know they had to go rewrite a whole yeah. new girlfriend and all this other nonsense. And then now we're rewriting the arc. Now we're throwing in the all the bullshit between Sentinel Prime and all that. It's like it went so far off the rails. Three, three, and down. Well, I mean, to be, I think two and three are bad, but one is decent. One, one is a solid movie because it doesn't have anything else to screw it up. (laughs) Like it's like that without as a standalone, one is great. It's like, but as soon as you include the rest of the devolving mess, it brings everything down. But you know, to put it in scale. Uh, the last night is a two. You know that is such a bad one. You know yeah, number five is so <laughs> bad. You that's know. being nice because mm. like they, they they tried to cram so much into it, like yeah, hot rod, way too much. It's and, like you don't need this. Yeah, and uh, you know he he's not he, he's not here to have this discussion this time. But I did you know say to Ricky like. You know, I did call him out in my video, and he got pissed off that I called him out. And I said, I was right. This does not result in the 2007 movie. Unless some insane shit happens, some insane rewrites, you don't get from Rise of the Beast to 2007. No, you don't. You can't. Um... You, you can't. There's too many too many plot lines that cannot mm-hmm. intersect. You know. It's, it, it, it needed a reboot. 
it is a it's a soft reboot. Yeah. Al. It's a soft reboot. That was that was Ricky's argument to me the other day. It's like it's a soft reboot, so therefore it still counts yeah. as the same timeline. And I know he was just fucking with me for the most part, but he was <laughs> he was fucking with me so insistently that I wasn't sure that he was. Like that's that was the problem. It's like I don't know if he's fucking with me or he really believes it at this point. Um, because- I think I think what like there you go. Like perfect example is uh, they put Mirage as Jazz. Mm-hmm. That's where people kind of go. Oh, it is in the same universe. Well, that's Jazz that's why uh, Bobby Bobby believes that it's the same universe because they're leaving the opening for Jazz. It's like yeah. I think it was bigger than that. Like I think there was other issues that caused that problem. Um, because the whole reason he's a Porsche at all isn't because they wanted jazz. It's because it's a reference to uh, Bad Boys, where they drove the yeah. same model Porsche. So that's mm-hmm. the only thing. And, it was, uh, and that was 94, 95, you know, Plus. give or take. Plus, mm-hmm. you couldn't have a racing car going around the city. No, no. Like a but, Formula One car. Now, there is a nod to it in the spoilers yeah. for people that haven't seen it. But there is a nod too, you know, where he changes into cars. Yeah, I didn't call that a nod. I called that a middle finger. They're like, "Oh, Maybe. by the way, I could be, a, I could be the car you want me to be, but I'm not." Is literally what it turns into. It's a middle but it finger. To, but how does he have multiple alt modes? It made no sense. Because it's a mirage. No, but he didn't. No, it wasn't. He was physically changing. He wasn't like casting yep. an illusion. He was actually. I mean, how did he turn into a giant garbage truck? It's like he's smaller than Bumblebee, but turns into a vehicle larger than Prime. It made no sense. Like if he if if he was casting a hologram, like you, yeah, exactly. you would, if he, if he did that, it would make sense. But he doesn't. You see him physically transforming like they normally do. If they had gone, if they went the hologram route, which I think somebody said to do, and then someone said, "Well, why don't we just show him transforming?" If that, then it would have made total sense. Even in my brain, I went, "Yeah, they would just cast that's, it as a giant, as a giant thingy." That's what I thought. I thought it was him just transforming in its hologram form. No, he literally no. transforms. You see him physically switch from different cars, like so. He in the scene. You know, because it's not a pivotal scene. Who cares? It's a character introduction scene. So, like, he's sitting there and por- he transforms into the Porsche. And then he transforms off screen into a Ferrari. Clearly, they couldn't get Ferrari yeah. again. Because uh, they're still dealing with that from number three. Uh, where the other Mirage came from in the original Bayverse, there was Mirage. They called him Dino, but he was Mirage. Um, mm. and then the toys could never be the Ferrari he was in the movie because it couldn't get the licensing deal. So that's why that particular robot has never been represented properly by Hasbro. There's like one third party company that did it correctly. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. There was one third party company who did a version that was correct. And once again, they called him Dino in the movie, even though he was Mirage everywhere else. Mm-hmm. And he so, was Italian, wasn't he? And he was Italian. He had an Italian, Italian accent, which why... Why would they have any accent at all other than yeah. Hot Rod thinking it's funny to talk <clears throat> with a French accent in number five? But look at look at Wheeljack. Like, I don't want to look perfect. at Wheeljack. I don't want to hear about Wheeljack. I don't want to know they Wheeljack. Had him perfect. He's not they had him Wheeljack. Perfect. Why couldn't they just make him yeah. Ironhide or somebody? Ironhide was in the no. first movie. They could have literally pulled, or Ratchet. Either one could have been pulled for this movie. It's a new universe. Stop they, fucking it up. They could they could have just made a new robot. You know what I mean? Or because just, they had, they had a, they won. They had a Wheeljack in the first movie. They yeah. had a, They had all of the. They had all the original uh, art crew in the first movie almost. Yeah. 
Almost all of them. Oh, and I went back and I rewatched that scene. And by the way, people think that's a great scene. Yeah, people think that Cybertron scene was like 10 minutes. It was three minutes. Yeah. It was three long. minutes, not 10. I was like, I went and looked. I'm like, holy shit, the scene is short compared to what I think. I mean, like, I think there was a little bit more to it, like, right, because I saw it from the, like, right before the title screen, you know, when they escape, you know, mm-hmm. a, a good chunk of that battle. I think there was, like, one little bit before that, like, but not much. It wasn't 10 minutes, like, we've all sort of made ourselves believe over time. But, like, yep. but the fact that you cool see thing. all of those bots, you know, you see Ironhide, you see Ratchet, you see RC, um, Wheeljack, uh, I don't know Jazz or anybody else like that that I can recall. No, I don't know Jazz. Either. But there was a there was a bunch of them that like were just kind of sort of at the edge of the screen. So who knows? Um, but also like enough of those escape pods left to make you think that okay, we probably got like eight out there. And like I actually, it, people made this comment on like because I couldn't remember how the other Autobots got to Earth, and then they reminded me that the, there's a stinger in Bumblebee where they see the the ships coming to earth that's how the other autobots get there um yeah but now but now you've got another you've got an extra autobot in there that is only there just to be a a a plot device almost you've got you've got stratosphere that gets introduced in here he's a big ass giant airplane i'm like well this guy would be entirely useful in a fight look how big he is (laughs) why does he have a mustache why do any of them have facial hair why do any of them have mouths? They don't need to eat. You know, it's, it's like, yeah, why, why, why does Prime have a nose? They give him a nose in this and it looks ridiculous. And I can't, I can't stop staring at it. Like whenever I, I, I didn't like the shield, you know, just keep the shield. Yeah. You know, the, 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 the battle mask the as they call it now. Yeah. Like, but, it's but they blind. textured it. They textured it since the last movie for some strange reason. You know, they actually altered everybody's designs a little bit since the last movie, and I only figured that out while making my review video. Like, I pulled up Prime from the first one and Prime from this one, and I'm like, I mean, like, there's there's small different small differences, but like, people are like, well, yeah, it's like because he's got to eventually look like he does from 2007 and stuff. I was like, yeah, but he didn't have a form. Like, he had his protoform body, and then the outer armor adjust to being like whatever they scan right he looked like truck mode optimus on cybertron like he already had that yeah. form like they didn't in, travel in protoform modes in a beast force yeah yeah because like my problem then is just what you just said is in the first movie you see him land in earth and he lands on earth and he scans the truck and he's got no no armor on. He's got nothing. They all mm-hmm. kind of have a weird blank body. Like, it just looks like a pile mm-hmm. of metal. And then they scan whatever. And so they add their body mm-hmm. panels. So, like... Another, another reason why you can't be in the same unit. Yeah, another reason. Well, I've made this argument repeatedly to people who keep saying it is. And it's like, it can't be. Well, they, they're going to leave Earth at some point. They literally prove in this movie they can't leave Earth. They don't. Mm-hmm. They Their pods are one-way pods, basically. So it's like, which actually still doesn't make sense from Bumblebee because Bumblebee went to Earth to establish a base and then they were going to summon everyone else. Prime ended up there anyways by the end of the movie, even without anything else happening. And then together they call the rest of the Autobots to come join them, you know, and then... I must, I must watch that movie again. Yeah, I was, I was reminded about that in the comments. So And then I had to reply. I was like, okay, yeah, I did completely forget that that scene where they're walking through the woods together 
and this is when he renames himself Bumblebee because he was B one eight seven or something like that yeah, in the first one. Numbers. So why why did everybody else have a proper name but Bumblebee didn't? I also didn't, didn't never understood that, but it doesn't matter. It's a, it's the semantics and nonsense. Yeah, that's weird. But but also we are now getting the you know spoilers the Hasbro cinematic universe without going too deep into it now. So yeah, that was. And I'm okay with that. That's when that's the other really? proof. I'm okay with that because they were talking about doing that before, but they didn't have a good well, way to do it. Yeah, that's a good point because now it's definitely not connected to. Yeah, it can't be. Yeah, it, it can't be. be. And I feel like, and maybe I missed this again in Bumblebee, but like John Cena and his like military team, somebody said mm-hmm. in comments on a, on a different video that like they became or he got invited into Sector Seven. I was like, I don't remember Sector Seven at all being a part of Bumblebee. It's like mm. b- because at that point I don't believe like we we're supposed to believe that Bumblebee was taking place sort of in the same universe meaning Sector 7 exists, Megatron's on Earth somewhere because we never saw mm-hmm. Megatron on Cybertron. Mm-hmm. Except for the possibility that we did because if you look at the gun that Soundwave is wielding, it looks very G1 Megatron gun. Oh, as I said, absolutely. Yeah, I you have to look at it. I saw I saw a short on it. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> it's like, and then I looked at the toys. I was like, holy shit. I was like, yeah. It's like that looks like it could easily, if they went that way, it looks like it could easily be him using Megatron in gun mode. Mm. And because Soundwave, Soundwave doesn't tend to have like a big old rifle. He, you know. No, he did. Well, when. Uh, one is toy, and in the cartoon, that kind of big barrel with the silver. Uh... Kind of well, he, he had he has the things that look like his batteries. Yeah, he doesn't have a looks... rifle, like a proper looking uh, rifle. This okay. thing, yeah, this yeah, thing yeah, looks yeah. like yeah. a rifle with a scope with a big barrel that kind of sticks up, yeah. and and a thing that comes out the back is like the stock. It, yeah, it has, yeah, it's stock. Thank you. Uh, uh, yeah, it's just words escape me. It's fine. Rifle butt. Yeah, but either way, the uh, it, it you could easily have sold that as that was Megatron. Because mm-hmm. he was, it was Soundwave, second in command, basically, using the gun, firing at the Autobots, you know. And but either way, um, it was is fine. Soundwave huh. is Soundwave, second in command. I mm-hmm. I think in that movie he was because he, sh- you know, the Seekers weren't leading anything; they were just blowing shit up. They were blowing up a tower in the most inconvenient manner possible, flying above it and then fire missiles down past your enemies, and they swirl around and they hit the base. It was like. What do you I mean? know, that looks that it, did look cool though. That was just rule of cool. That is literally all that was. Yeah. It was rule of cool. Um you're playing you're playing you're painting to the fans. Yeah. I mean it was fine. Um the but like the back to back to Rise of the Beast, because we talked about the goodness of other movies. Um it, the plot contrivances in this movie are so kind of absurd that it just stretches into being like at least Transformers three level of absurdity. Mm-hmm. But uh, like, why does Unicron need the the Transwarp dealy? Uh, he doesn't. Is the answer Unicron can just move around and eat planets at will. It's a convenience for him to have it and be able to just pop around. Yeah, if he moves faster. But he doesn't need it, and they prove that they don't need it by the way the Terracons end up on Earth in five fucking seconds after the thing gets activated. It's like, hold on. Mm-hmm. 
Hold the fuck on. It's like, this thing was only turned on maybe 20 minutes ago in movie time. Or in movie real time, I should say. And you're telling me the Cybertronians that are somewhere in a galaxy somewhere who don't have transwarp travel, who don't have a spaceship, make their way to Earth after this shit and we're worried about getting Unicron this fucking MacGuffin? It's like, that's bullshit. <laughs> it's like, it's like, they bu- it's like, it's once again where they'll write a scene, film everything, throw out what they wrote and, and, and filmed, and then do something new. And then they just go day to day. That's what it feels like. And I've said that forever about these movies. Is like, It feels like they threw out the script from yesterday, started a whole new movie from the point they left off at. And like, there's like, okay, we're going to go from day to day and writing this. And that's what it felt so like. What did you think of, of uh, Scourge as the bad guy? I mean, he was fine. I feel like he was like two steps off from being uh, um, Tarn. Like, he had a very Tarn feel to him. I also think he reminded me of Lockdown in. Uh, yeah, I, I, I agree with that. Yeah, Lockdown was in uh, Age of Extinction. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I would agree with that, except the lockdown was significantly cooler, like in like more menacing, like he, he like lockdown was menacing because he just had all this shit at his disposal and he could just kill you. Not to mention he had a big ass face gun, um, which was fucking that was a cool scene. Like there are some really cool scenes from four, but the movie True. overall is trash. But yeah, um, the, the whole the whole together was yeah, terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the whole is terrible, but it's got good parts, as Pinkerton would say. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> so the... Uh, oh, by the way, I'm going to have Pinkerton on uh, at some point, too. Uh, oh, cool. But he's starting his new job. Congrats to uh, Chris Pinkerton on getting a new job. He'll be starting up pretty soon. Because I just talked to him this morning. Um, yeah, or yesterday, whichever day. The last two days have really blended together. Uh, so, <laughs> But no, uh, what was I saying? Oh, um, Scourge. So he was Scourge. cool and he was intimidating in the fact that he very, very easily could beat down Prime and the other the Autobots mm-hmm. in the movie. But like he didn't have a he didn't really have a presence so much as he just proved that he's a badass. Lockdown mm-hmm. had presence. They gave him like atmosphere and presence. Like the first time he walks out, he's walking down the road, comes out of the smoke, and he's got the ship behind mm-hmm. him. And it's like lock it's locked onto him. <clears throat> and then like it zooms out and then you see the whole ship. And it's like, yeah, this mm-hmm. dude this dude got presence. Whereas we just see Scourge being a badass by beating everyone down easily and then taking taking their uh insignia. You know, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was which was fine because there's there's some Easter eggs in his insignia on his shoulder, where there's the uh, regular Autobot. Uh, there's the uh, Prime. Uh, is it the, they have the Elite Guard or whatever it is uh, symbol where it's got like the extra like bits coming out. They had the, the old Maximum. They had the they had a Maximum. Well, he added the Maximum, but he also had Predacon on there, which means that wherever they came from, at some point he interacted with Predacons proper. Um, and that was a whole thing. They didn't necessarily need to write into this from beast wars was how the maximals ended up in the past. Cause it's not connected yeah. to them using the trans warp in this moment, because then there's no way for scourge and Unicron to find them if they, you know, so they're already in the past in this movie when it starts. So they're already several thousand years ago. I think it was, I think they said 5,000. There was some weird, they always play with time. Yeah. So I think they said 5,000 years. Yeah, 
And uh, so they just ended up warping to Earth, but not through time, because then it would make no sense for the bad guys to find them if they jumped through time. You're not going, it's like, what? I didn't understand why they separated, why they had one razor. Air razor. Air razor is there, but the rest of them. Are here, but they're so, not. They should have kind of separated. So, so the way that it that it was implied in the movie was that Air Razor had a team of her own, and they died somehow. That was really? a, yeah. That was implicate. That was implicated in in the show because even Prime was like, or Primal was like, you know, you're alone. You know, and she says the others didn't oh, make in it the sh- in, in the show or in the movie. In the movie. In the movie, she enough. says she basically says the others didn't make it. So like oh, they, I didn't so, get that so, no, yeah. So they only show us the four, technically five, maximals, in the intro. But then it was implied that there were more on the ship with them, and like Prime Primal, sorry, had his group with Cheetor and Rhinox, and then Air Razor was in a different part of Earth, wherever. Yeah, you because know, I didn't necessarily mm-hmm. cover that. That was that was a little weird. Basically, somewhere in Africa, if I had to guess. And they uh, and she had other Maximals with her, and for some reason they died. You know, maybe maybe they split off in atmosphere or something. We don't see that, so who the fuck knows? You know, yeah, I not enough. Was just four of them. No, that, that that's where that was that was the implication by all advertising and everything else like that. But then they really intimate that there was another team that she was in charge of. So like she was in charge of maybe another set of three. You know, maybe call it, I don't know, Tigatron and Rat Trap, because those are the only two we're really missing. You know, Dinobot, but, never, you know. You know never a fan of Beast Wars. <clears throat> oh, I was, yeah. Now, Rat Trap would have been a fun one in there, but you cannot have Rat Trap without Scott McNeil. So I think that's why they didn't do it. It's like, you can't not have, it's like, because even this one, no, not no characters that he played, and he played like five characters on that show, so, uh, or six. So, I think also because the size, he's a rat. Yeah, but I mean, like she's a hawk or whatever. Yeah, well, and she's huge. Rat. Yeah, I said I wasn't a fan, but I do remember he was really small in Oh, he was small he? in comparison, but he was equal in size. You know, he was he was two thirds the size of Cheetor, so I mean, he was a big ass rat. Well, but I mean, okay. they're already gigantic compared to humans. But they also already had animal forms or animal or earth animal forms. So that means at some point the Maximals would have had to been on Earth to scan those animals as their forms. And then wherever they ended up in the past on another planet, there's not enough explained unless unless it's somehow like beast machines like this is Cybertron, but got sent to the past and it's actually all vegetation again. Instead of a Cybertronic world, but it doesn't matter because that got eaten. There was vegetation on the planet they came from in the beginning of the movie. Well, then they obviously they're not Transformers because they didn't come from Primus. They might have. They're from the future, so who knows? That's the problem. Primus said, never. Primus never had vegetation. He was. Well, yeah, they, this, the, welcome to the complicated nature of the, <laughs> of what of what ha, what Beast Wars and Beast Machines did for the tra- mainline Transformers canon, you know. So the, that's at some point, at some point, there was natural life 
organic life on Cybertron, according to Beast Machines. But that's what happens when they don't read what happened before and they just come up with their own shit. That was the beginning. It's like Beast Machines was the beginning for like the Bayverse kind of nonsense. It's like we're not going to read what came before and we're just going to start from here. I've, I've done a, an incidental deep dive on Beast Machines by rewatching stuff with other reviewers, basically. Right. So, but anyway, um, if, well, I was going to say. The Maximus, like, the Maximus did look cool. They did look very that's cool. I know there was one or two CGI kind of dodgy bits. But well, that's unavoidable. Cool. That's unavoidable, yeah. the CGI dodginess. But my biggest problem with them is they were monochromatic whenever they finally transformed. Like, Primal is basically like black and silver ish, like but in mm-hmm. amongst amongst a dirty battlefield against other black and silver and brown, you couldn't tell what the hell was going on. And then yeah. R- Rhinox was brown and gray and silver, like barely got to see his alt or bot mode at all. I don't think you did. I don't think you did. And no, you saw it up close once, and then really? that was it. Yeah, that was it. He like smashes something on the battlefield, and then they shift the camera. But then Cheetor also had a, a very quick scene. He actually looks a lot like his, uh, almost like his Transmetal Two body instead. It's a little weird. Uh, I, remember, I remember him. Because yeah. you see him transform, like, but you don't see it close enough. They show you Optimus Primal up close, like as he's transforming. Because at one point he has like a robot, or his robot head is just like there, and he's still running. And then like all of a sudden his mask just starts going away. Um. And he has a really cool. You don't cool... see Air Razor. No, you never you see don't... her bot mode. Is really kind of a shame. Actually, what happened to her in general is a shame in that movie. It was like, of course, of course, they have to kill off somebody. Of course, they go for the Asian chick. Let's kill off Wheeljack because it's not Wheeljack. Yeah, let's kill off Wheeljack. I mean, they could have made him anybody. He could have been anyone that has never mm-hmm. been in these movies, but no, they went with Wheeljack, and he didn't even do anything mm-hmm. Wheeljack like at all. Mm-hmm. Like that's the biggest problem. Is like. I don't want to go off on that again. I want to talk about a much better movie. Can I talk about a much better movie? That, that I, much better movie. Yeah. So, so we did we, before uh, before all that went down, and we just had some you know empty time. Watched a movie called Vengeance. It's oh. actually it's actually by uh, B J Novak B J Novak from The Office. If you remember American Office. No, he, never he, watched it. Okay, so he's a guy who played Ryan. So he was he was in the show f- almost from the beginning because he was the intern yeah. and and, and yes. Michael Latorture. Yeah, I, I, I know I know the guy you're talking about now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so this was his first film debut as a as a director, and uh, it's a really interesting. Uh, I don't want to call it slice of life, but it's very it's a very people centric movie. Like the plot is really thin. Like it's very very small plot, but because of the way that it becomes like a character study, even within the actual show, so this girl ends up dead in an oil field, <clears throat> and he gets woken up by a phone call like the next day or whatever, and it's her brother calling him and said, "Hey, your girlfriend's dead," and he's like, "Girlfriend? What are you talking about?" Because he just basically he just sleeps around with whoever. And at some point, they had a little fling. But apparently on her end, she had been constantly telling the family that they were still in contact. They were still dating, all this, that, and the other. 
So in their mind, they're like a super tight couple. In his mind, he just banged her a couple times and never talked to her again. And so, but the fact that her brother, like her brother talks him into actually coming to Texas because he's in New York, coming to Texas for the funeral. Um, And the family is fucking weird. As as it's going to be, her, the brother is played by Boyd Holbrook. If you know that actor, he was uh, yes. he was the head of the Reavers in Wolverine. Yes. Yeah. So he's, I, did, I did on I so didn't know his full name. Yeah, yeah. Full name. So so you know he he keeps his Texas accent, which is great um, <laughs> for this movie. So and and like it looks like they are shooting this in Texas proper because they even go to a Whataburger. <laughs> It's like the fact they use a real Whataburger. They're filming in a real Whataburger for it. Was like that's the selling point. I'm gonna watch this because it's got Whataburger in it. Um, <laughs> but uh, basically, he gets there, does the funeral. He, uh, the brother's taking him to the airport to leave, and he's like, "Do you want?" He basically throws out the theory that he thinks his sister was murdered. And this guy's like a big time podcaster. He's that's like. Right. He, he he calls himself like Joe Rogan of New York, kind of. He actually has like a in in movie. He's got a really big podcast, like you know mm-hmm. millions of people listen to. But like where they'll either do interviews or they'll do like more storytelling, like basically follow people and and build a whole story type podcast. And what he decides to do, he calls his producer back in New York and said, "Hey, I'm gonna stay here and I'm gonna investigate this, you know, because it I need I needed a new story, I needed a new thing." So I'm going to do this. I'm going to I'm basically use these people, get the story, make more money. So he's like a semi, not a full-time detective kind of thing. He's just yeah, looking but, for a story. Yeah, he's just looking for the story. That's all it is. He doesn't He doesn't care one way or the other, realistically. Like, if she was murdered, okay. If she was, this guy, he thinks that he's just a crackpot and there's no way his sister was actually murdered. And, like, dude, the story, as, like, he goes through and he truly starts investigating it like gets fully involved you know starts talking to all the people that she saw the last time they were at a party like basically like she was found like two and a half miles away from this huge blowout party that you know happens and it's thrown by the local drug cartel guy and so okay they, they, so like it, it it's all built around a lot of the weird issues the small town texans and you know go through especially being near the border stuff like that you know, so what was it the cartel specifically? She got in with the wrong people and they killed her. Did she overdose from drugs? You know, just because there's nothing better to do in a small town. You know, did she have a secret boyfriend? You know, what all the stuff. So, like, basically, it starts out like a joke, like a comedy, and then it starts really getting kind of more in depth. Serious? It, yeah, it gets more serious. And Ashton Kutcher is also in this. Book off, really? Yeah, yeah. It was great. Like, like we never heard of this movie. And apparently, it came out in 2022. Uh, it was on streaming on Amazon. So if you want to watch it, by all means, it's called Vengeance for anybody. Uh, and like, at some point, like he starts feeling like it's and this this is where the turning point of the of the of the movie. So he's on the phone with I don't even remember what the lady's name was, but basically she was a much bigger type person, like uh, say from like Spotify or some like big on pushing shows out basically Uh, you know yeah whatever that would be and so he's talking with his producer and her on the phone and they're talking about the shows that you've been giving us are really big they're actually you know they're they're gaining 
traction. So he'd rec- he would record for like a week or something like that, and then he would send it back. He's basically staying there for like two months. And, uh, and you know, it was called like Death of a White Girl and like all these other dumb names that they gave it. And then he's like legitimately he's dressed a lot more like he's from there. You know, he's got like the button down and the jeans. And he's eating a Frito pie, if you know what a Frito pie is. So it's, it's you know, you know what Fritos are, you know, actual just straight up Fritos corn chips. So a Frito pie is when you add chili, cheese, and everything else to it. Mm-hmm. But if you're doing it proper, you actually just cut the top off the bag and you throw everything in the bag and you eat it with a fork or a spoon. Okay. So, so, yeah, he, yeah. so he walks out of this little diner and he's having this phone call on his earpod, on his AirPod. And uh, literally eating this while talking to him. It was like, that was the turning point where he didn't realize how native he had become. Like he'd, mm. he'd been there for like four, three or four weeks doing this. And he's staying with her family who all think that they had this whole thing. But now he's like bonding with the family while he's there. Like her weird little brother that just comes in for no reason to sleep on her. her. He's sleeping in her bed in her old room. Her little, her little brother comes in in the middle of the night just and sleeps on the floor without saying much. You know, and like they, they're the quirky kind. So every every kid in the family is named after a different Texas city or a different city in general. Uh, like this her sounds na- kind of weird. Now. It, well, it starts out as a dark comedy and then turns into something much more serious. So it's a really good movie. Like I did like did we just pick something to watch and I was reading and I was like and then once again, we saw we saw in the trailer Whataburger. OK, we're going to watch this. You know, the selling so point was Texas for me. <laughs> Is it obvious who did this? It's like, is no, the story that's the thing. Obvious? Like the story, the story, it, it, it unfolds itself like pretty nicely. Like some other people maybe would pay more attention and be like, well, clearly, but they, they do, they do en- enough red herrings because even while they're investigating it, they go in fully believing, okay, it's definitely this, but then they go into the investigations and the conversations and uh, it was like, okay, well, that's not what I thought it was. And then at one point, they just kind of stop for reasons. And then, you know, it, it picks back up again. And you're like, okay, so where are they going with this? Because even at the end, it's like not super clear until they just dump it out there. And it's just like, okay. It's like, so it's like the mystery behind it is, is the fun part because you think that they they play enough with your expectations. Like, so it's enjoyable. Plus, like I said, the people are likable. It starts out really fucking weird, but the people are likable, you know? And then you see him bonding with them and stuff like that. And like, you see a family healing from the loss of their daughter and you see a guy who didn't give a fuck about her in the first place, start giving a fuck about her now that she's dead. And he does get called out on that at some point. Yeah. So I definitely highly recommend that. Um, just on a, on a point that we spoke about early on. Yeah, the sun's going down finally. Yeah. It, it looks and like it. It looks like it's 10 p.m. Finally. And it's. It looks like 7 p.m. here. Yeah. It's 20 past 10. Yeah, which is crazy. You live in a weird. You live in a weird latitude. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I mean, other so than that's all your movies. That's pretty much it for movies. I've just been watching other TV shows and shit like that. Oh, uh, what was it? Uh, nope, nope. I already watched and talked about that before. Marvelous Miss Maisel's over. Fantastic show. Sad that it's gone. Tried to, try to get into Ted, Ted Lasso, but I fell asleep. Yeah, I don't know if I could actually get into that one or not. I don't know if I like Jason Sudeikis enough to 
to get in on that. I've heard it's really good, but I, I'm just. I don't, know. I, I don't know anything. I don't know anything really about any shows that he's does. So I don't really have a kind of. He's, he's more dog of a in movie guy. He's more of a movie guy. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know any movies. A lot of for. a lot of mid two thousands comedies. Oh well, that ruled me out. Oh, well. oh, sorry, I need I more water. To... Yeah, I'm getting drinking. So, <laughs> how um, did we do that? We did that the last time too. <laughs> great minds, great yeah, minds. <laughs> That's what it is. Um, great hydrations. Yeah, there's there's been a few things that I've tried to get into watching, but I just couldn't, couldn't get into it. Yeah, because either I'm just falling asleep or just just not having time. Yeah. To, like, oh, I'm going to hopefully go to see Spider Man on Saturday. Oh yeah, cool. Uh, I love the first one, uh, Into the Spider. Oh yeah, yeah, and, yeah. The first one was <laughs> Into the Spider Verse. Yes, it was Into the Spider Verse. Across the Spider Verse, right? Yeah, something like that. Something like well, that. I've heard good things. You know, I'm, I've heard great things. Like it just to to me, it was like, okay, which movie am I going to go see? Because I didn't I didn't see the other Spider Verse in the theater. I saw it uh, uh, once it had streaming. No, um, I think you ha- you have to see it in the in movies. I mean, if, I, if you like, you can say that about like so many. Yeah, I mean, you can say that about so many other things too. Like, but it's like I've only got so much time, and if I'm going to avoid, like, I have to actually recall whether or not the wifey saw it with me or not. Um, because I have to make that decision. If she didn't see the first one, then I'm not going to drag her to see it in the theater. I'm not going to spend the money to go to go uh, take her to the theater. You know. Because I don't remember if she saw the first one. I know I definitely did, but I also would like Redbox movies or rent them on whatever, you know, and watch it at home all day, you know, when I'm doing fuck all. Um, I'm trying to think. So I've gotten I've gotten a lot of stuff in. I actually I'm in the middle of well, my computer did a reboot or did a re- restart, so uh, I lost lost some uh, progress there. But I had a in the kitchen video I filmed over the last couple of days where I kept getting boxes in. Mm-hmm. So I've just I forced myself to insert. <laughs> it's like okay, so this box should be in here later. Put put it right here, and then now I have to actually add it. So I've got what did, uh, what, what did you get in? I've got a my uh, He Man statue, my Masters of the Universe oh. He Man statue, which looks fantastic. Um, I'm looking directly across at it right now. I can see it right through my ring light. Um, it, I, the box or the actual statue? no the actual statue I put it on the shelf you know the uh, yeah. the patrons will see that sometime soon um so now I've got Ooh. so now I've got a shooky tour again no they just see me put it on the shelf because like I had to uh, I had to move everything that was on that shelf so I had like my uh, gargoyle stat or not statues but uh, the figures and then a couple other random figures on that shelf just sitting there but that was set for He Man um. And because he's the tallest figure or statue in the line, technically speaking, like it's it's set good. So if I wanted to get more to like surround him with like say Tila or or Battle Cat or somebody like that, I should have room. What's the, who's the, who? What's what? What's uh, make is it from? Like series. I don't say He Man, but like is it General Giant, Hot Toys, what I, brand? I, oh, Iron Studios. Oh, Iron Studios. Well, yeah, that's all. Those are the only. Those are the only premium statues I collect is Iron Studios because I like the size because they look like action figures or roughly just they're one tenth scale. So they're seven inch scale figures, basically. 
Um, so they fit right in because I've got NECA on one side, I've got Hasbro on the other, and they're you know right down the middle, so they just kind of look like they're just part of the regular display. Um, so, but right now he's just by himself, and there's enough negative space around him to convince me to spend more money. Um, and I, I said that to to Bobby, I'm like, it's like I've got the negative space itch. It's like it's like I've got open space, and I know I could fit a few more characters in there. But unlike unlike the Thundercats, yeah, exactly. But unlike the Thundercats in the mutants display, it's not like a full on multi piece diorama. Like each character kind of has their own base. Like so, even if I got the other ones, it wouldn't necessarily look like they all fit together. But you know, I could have the characters in there. I'll think about it. You know, because it's still a little time till they come out. But uh, um, you need to do it. You need to do a tour. Here. Yeah, I haven't done one in a while. I used to do it yearly, um, but because it was such a mess, and also I have my Detolfs where nothing is on display. It's just my boxes of Gundams, you know. That, so that display has never been <clears throat> finalized since we moved in. I just renewed our lease, so we'll be here for another uh, year and a half, give or take. Cool. Um, so I can fill out more shelves over time. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, actually, I gotta remind myself I have to unbury my Batman statues, which are over here, so that I can felt those shelves the way I did my uh, other ones. We went to a we went to a cool shop in in Miami, Bobby, and I think it's called Beyond Comics. It's yes, cool statue. they were closed, or else I would have been able to go check them out. Like the day we were, we had, uh, what day was that? Oh, Sunday, Sunday after after we did the after I dropped you off, we went to uh, Historic Frederick. And went mm-hmm. around, and there was a little comic shop there, and it was trash. You know, there's, I mean, like, just. Oh, nothing. yeah. In, in the kind of, I'd call it like the village. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the area was really friggin' cool. Like, we checked it out. We didn't get to talk about that even, like, on a, on a vlog or anything else like that. But uh, we actually went, we ate, we met Dormammu. Uh, he, he came out to meet us. Hey, yeah, cool. did get to meet Dormammu before before we left. That was a lot of fun. He went hanging out with us for a couple hours. Got to watch him drink a Guinness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> American Guinness, it doesn't count. <laughs> I really didn't... wanted to Yeah, but that was just funny. But uh, he gave us a quick little tour of the uh, kind of river or creek park right there that they've developed over the last few years. And then they have like per- semi-permanent art installations on the water, which is really fucking cool. Um, I think they're koi fish. I think when we went, but if it was the same part, that was like, I think it was a koi fish. Mm. Bobby, uh, Bobby pointed out, we actually saw one. Yeah, maybe. I don't know where he where he all took y'all. Because um, like we didn't we didn't get to do a whole lot while we were up there. Realistically, but, like we we ate a Manaloo. We we went to the you know, the liquor store that you know uh, you and I went to. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, uh, I don't remember if I told you or not. I did pick up a regular bottle of Twelve Year Red Breast. Um, oh yeah, yeah. No. So Ricky, uh, Ricky told me that he was looking for one. Yeah, no, I found it locally. It was the last bottle. <laughs> so remember, it's like they said, they didn't have any there because the distribution was out. So apparently, that's a nationwide thing, not just a local thing. But uh, the but I actually kind of prefer the sherry, the sherry finished one, the, really? the that orange one. Yeah, it's it's got a smoother finish. Like they both taste great, but the sherry one for some reason it just finishes a little bit smoother in my mind. So, but I mean, uh, I drink them both. <laughs> it's like I got no problem drinking either one. It's such a good whiskey, um, which I, I would be. I'll drink some later uh, during the Patreon live stream. 
Um, because uh, you know, I'll drink on that one. But I need I needed to hydrate some more. Goddamn, it's hot. Um, uh, let's see. I don't I don't really have much else. So, what have you been up to since the last time we talked? The last time we talked, I got home. I uh, okay, so, <laughs> last time you were on a pod. Yeah. So the what is it? Tuesday now. Went to that attorney dreams place with with Bobby. Mm-hmm. That was, oh my god, uh, it was like a time capsule. Yeah, we went there uh, the day before or the day of the party. We went there beforehand. Uh, it was, it was all cool. I, I actually managed to pick up uh, some stuff that I completely missed out on here. So I got them. What you what you get? GI Joes. Ah, older or. Uh... Uh, the, the classified. Okay. The classified ones. I fucking I, there before I left. I made a fuck up on some stuff, uh-huh. and I managed to get them there because I couldn't get them here. And so you just missed the initial release, but ha- they just happened to have have them sitting there. Yeah, they had like <coughs> so I much GI Joe. Oh, they loads. Um, then we went to. Uh, <laughs> If you listen to Nerd Rage, mm-hmm. or actually have, and Bobby talks about the the free pizza thing. That was the, the guy uh, Andy went to get pizza, and he couldn't get it. And the the, the guy that worked there paid for it. And he's like, sometimes you just gotta be nice. And later that day, I was in the airport because I was flying home that night. Uh-huh. And we're at the bar, and there was a lady who she had lost her credit card, and I was sitting next to her, and I'll get it. Paid for it. She came back. She had found some money from her husband. I was like, no, let's pay for that way. Just pass it on. Yeah. You know? Because sometimes, like, that guy did that for us. You pass it on. Yeah, you, something yeah. like that happens. You 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 keep the good vibes rolling. Yeah, I did that uh, I did that for a kid. At a, exactly. So, the... And I never really talked about this. So, a few months ago, when my parents were going through the whole hospital thing, mm-hmm. um... That night when we were trying to take, uh, we were, I think, yeah, we were taking my dad back home, I believe, when my mom was in the hospital. We stopped at, the, there was an HEB, you know, grocery store right there. Never been in that one, brand new. We just, not in our area, but needed to grab something, right? And I went in there and I grabbed the, the quick couple things I needed. And there was a kid there at the self-checkout and he was looking pretty upset. And I see that he's got, cash in hand and you know he i think he had like 40 bucks and he was expecting it to only be like less than but then after taxes it was like forty dollars and like 16 cents or something some something ridiculous but literally just didn't have it and there was like nobody else around and he asked me he's like hey could could you help me out and i'm like for it's like you just need he put the, he put his cash in it was literally just the remainder you know I was like for that, yes, yes, fine. I was like no problem. It's like I don't care. It's like I wouldn't, I wouldn't have cared if it was the whole forty. You know, I wouldn't have been. You know, I could have paid the whole thing. Didn't care, but like for that, it's like yeah. So this kid can get out there because I, I could hear him. He was on his phone with his mom because he didn't know what to do. He's a young kid, probably like fourteen or something, and uh, he was clearly picking up stuff for his mom because she couldn't. You know, gave him mm-hmm. the cash, go to the store. And I was like, yep, just so you can get home and do it. It's like, look, we're going through stressful shit right now, too. You don't need to also have a stressful night here. Fuck, who cares? It's 11 cents. Let's go. You know? Yeah. So. You know, some people are nice. It happened to me. 
a year, a few years ago, buying nappies for my youngest. Wouldn't take my card, and they needed the nappies. An old lady came up, passed it on. Yeah. So anytime that's big. It's nice. It's nice to be nice. The kindness of strangers. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and speaking of said flight, oh, that fucking flight. Was oh, cold. dude, yeah, you got delayed for how long? I got three hours, Ugh. which made my connecting flight from London to Dublin. Uh, I missed that. So. Oh yeah, because just because home. this flight was delayed doesn't mean any of the other ones are. Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't get home to like six o'clock, seven o'clock, when I should have been home. Uh, twelve o'clock mm. early on. So. Yeah, yeah, because it, it was frustrating. Yeah, because I think I messaged you and you had literally just walked in the door like only a few minutes before that. Yeah, and I, I think like, actually oh. you you and Ricky actually sent me kind of texted kind yeah. of same, uh, same time kind of like get home and I was like oh I just came in the door. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like we were both but on yeah, the same page so, checking on you. Yeah. It's fucking frustrating. Obviously, we spoke about Transformers. I brought my daughter. She did not like it. Um, but we already spoke about that. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, so what is, what is your number? What is your number grade then? Out of ten. Oh, four and a half, maybe five. Oof, that's brutal. Okay, so so in 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 reference, what would Transformers one be? Seven. Okay, so you're basically you're you're where I'm at, but only difference of like two points. Yeah. So I said you said four and a half. I said six and a half. So we're off by the same, same amount. <laughs> like, yeah. I said I I didn't know I wasn't a big Beast Wars fan. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I knew of it. I knew one or two characters from watching yeah. the cartoon. I guess but like the, I wouldn't be. The good news is you don't have to be realistically. It's like no, it's nice don't. for the fans, but they don't like they don't yeah. force it down your throat to be like, you know, you have to know everything. That's one benefit is you don't have to know to no, watch. You're right. You know, but yeah, right. when you throw in fan favorite characters, you know, at least do enough with them to justify doing that to where it's not just like, oh, ho, ho, you know, like here's, here's the new shiny come buy the movie, you know, like that kind of nonsense. Like what they did with the Dinobots, like back in the day. Yeah, that, 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 that was abuse. Like, that was abuse. Dinobots are my, like, yeah, they're everyone's. Dinobots are my, I mean, my jam. You know, and what they I, did in, I've got I've got my boys that. right here. You know, breaks st- my heart. St- what one's a day? Studio series. Yeah, studio series. Still waiting on uh, Snarl. He's 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 out in some places, but not widely. You know. Do you want me to get him for you? No, no, he's coming. I've got him pre-ordered. It just you know. Uh, it, and the thing. No, I I, I, can, I can get him for you right now. I know, but by the time tomorrow. by the time tomorrow. it gets here, you know, I'll probably already be here. So and like I sh- I go shopping enough that I'll probably find him in Target before my pre order comes in, you know. My friend, my friend, you need to you need to get me in contact with me because um some figures. <laughs> Why I, did you I, sound I all to... Russian all of a sudden? You're like it's, you, it's you, you need to get in freaking... contact with me. Like what was that it's fucking it's accent? It's so it's I mean, oh, South but, African. Um, no. Okay, you you going very They're... Africans. See difference in them figures I sent a picture yesterday. The latest Joes. Oh yeah. Uh, they only came out today, but I got them. I I got kind of my dealings with them on. Fuck was it? Have been Friday? No, it wasn't Friday. Might have been Friday or Monday. I don't even know what day. Because um, um, because a certain person that we know is um getting half of them. Mm. And, uh, Gee, I wonder which one. 
which person could it possibly be? Yeah, well, you have to find out. Um, but anyway, yeah, they, they were fucking hell. They were a nightmare to get. I, I couldn't even get them for myself until I stumbled across a certain place that I don't like to go, that mm. I don't like to deal with. Yeah, they're I'm, not very. They're not very reliable, but they were actually reliable this time. So, I mean, you know, take it when you get it, right? Like, yeah. I I don't collect enough to justify shipping shit halfway across the world. You know what I mean? How much do you think? How how much do you think shipping is? Well, no, I just I'm just saying like the effort, like because it's like it's like I can wait. There's no, I'm in no rush. It's like it's gonna be here someday. It's like I don't I, like I'm not needing it for review tomorrow. I'm not needing any. It's like I need it to stand on my shelf at some point in my life. You know? It's like I'm I'm, mm. I'm slow collecting at this point. And like so like I've got. I got a new Power Rangers figure in. Another one came in immediately behind it, which is really fucking annoying. You know, when you ship your shit and then another thing arrives immediately after, because you know how, because mm-hmm. the way BBTS does their uh, fucking uh, shipping containers. I love loot. Yeah, well, not even that. The shipping containers, like, because Bobby's talked about it, and I was talking about it with uh, shit. Who was it? Oh, it was my my buddy Tyler, because he was wanting. He he has pre orders in at BBTS that still haven't been filled. And I was like, and I looked at it. I was like, well, yeah, it says literally second second quarter. It's like that can be any time in the second quarter. They don't know. It's like that's just when their their quarterly containers come in. Basically, it's like they're filling up twenty fucking containers. They're gonna have a whole thing of a ship. You know, they're not. It's like all these other smaller retailers online that say like, hey, I'll get you this. T- you know, tomorrow. Basically, they're overnighting shit. You know, they don't care. They'll they'll order a couple crates and they'll overnight it. It'll cost you just a little bit more, but you'll have it now. Whereas BBTS is dealing with thousands of crates. You know, they're not they're not dealing with they're you know, Bobby's talked about that. It's the volume problem. It's like when you when you make yourself the biggest fucking distributor or retailer in the business, yeah, you're gonna have a problem getting shit in and at a decent time unless you've got a whole lot of ships going back and forth constantly. Or you've got airplanes. They're always quite late. It's like they yeah. are like there are it, one or two like it's gotten got worse. rock and roll from them. Oh yeah, it's gotten worse like, I've, since COVID. I got I got rock and roll for them, from them because mm. it, it's couldn't get it here. Oh, that's weird. You know, man, you have to pre-order this thing. Yeah, like, like, see, like, a lot a lot of places. Why I actually like BBT, BBTS mm-hmm. is when you pre-order something, you don't have to pay. By the way, that's for me too. It's like I love that because like yeah, if if they had the option, like if it's pay or don't. You know, that would mm-hmm. also be nice because like there's like yeah. some bullshit mm-hmm. like I'd be like, I don't want to wait and have this all come out at once. Let me pay for my three twenty dollar figures now, not mm-hmm. have ten of them come in all at once and slam my card in four months, you know, that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. But when I had yeah. but when I started putting everything on my credit card because I had, you know, all the Iron Studio stuff coming in, I had bigger, bigger robots coming in, all that kind of stuff. All kind of at the same time. So it was nice to have the delay. And then, you know, have it on the credit card instead of the debit card. But also, I'm not, I'm making more money than I used to. And I want to make sure I live like I used to. Mm -hmm. So if I, if I feel like, okay, am I going to be able to afford this in three months when this comes in? I'd be like, okay, I'm going to put the money away just in case. Like, forgetting the fact that I'm making, you know, several hundred dollars more a week than I used to. You know, it's like, 
but I, I want to live in the poor mindset when it comes to spending the money because then I'll have more money if shit goes wrong. That's the way well, I, I, I try to live. But like, cause like I feel bad for you GI Joe collectors though, because it has gotten so good that like it, it's like, it was kind of, it seemed like it was a little depressing at the beginning of classified series. Like, yeah. it, but the, cause I, I had the first couple, you know, I, I got uh Cobra commander and I got um, Destro and I reviewed them and then I didn't okay. do anything else. And then I sold those off to just whoever. And, uh, like, I didn't need it. Like, I wasn't a giant G.I. Joe fan, and I definitely didn't need to start another collection because I was already deep on Legends. I was already deep on uh, Black Series as a, and Power Rangers was kicking up then. So I was like, I don't need another, another collection. And then NECA started doing significantly more stuff with the Ninja Turtles. So I started collecting that, and then I got rid of the Black Series. I got rid of the Legends. And so now I just have the Power Rangers, which is literally an entire billy like to themselves and i don't have enough space there because i have a <laughs> big fuck off megazord taking up almost two shelves um, you need to send me some pictures i actually yeah. just cleaned my yeah. three of my billies yeah so, so two big billies and one half billy yeah so i've tried to organize it uh decently like by series but then there's mm -hmm. some overlap just because i don't have enough shelving and like I've got, yeah. I've got the morphers, and I've got a couple things on display with it. So it's like the Mighty Morphin section is like very specific, trying to keep a lot of stuff in there. But like I've got the Solo Chagokin Megazord, which isn't gigantic, but I mean it's decent. It's like 19 inches, give or take. But that's 19 inches of shelf space you have to give up at least, right? Or actually more because yeah. the, you know it's got the taller shit. So I'm waiting for the Super Seven Megazord to come in, which is eight or nine inches. So that I can have that on the shelf as a as the representation, and not the big fucker. Not, so I can move the what shelves. What are you gonna around. do with that one then? Either put it what elsewhere or pos possibly sell it. Like, because there's a lot of people who prefer <laughs> that over the Zap Megazords. Mm, okay. So, but I don't have any of the other ones. So, in theory, I could sell it. Actually, what I'll probably do is sell it to our friend Sean because he's got a. I think he's got a spare Dragon Zord laying around. So I was like, I'll sell him my Megazord, give him a reason to buy more shit that he doesn't need. Uh, I never went into Power Rangers. And it was right up my alley, man. Like, I, I liked no. Voltron, and it was, like, right on the heels of Voltron over here. So, you know, it was on, I was on board. I have no Voltron. Rep I have one Voltron representation in my collection, and it's a model kit, yeah. and it's buried somewhere. No, I do remember Voltron. Yeah. And I was in the whole, one of the my two jams are Transformers, Star Wars, and G.I. Joe. Well, That's three. <laughs> You're like two jams. Two. You're like, my two, two jams. jams. My two. But like what you said. Tree. They're my tree. I bought the first G.I. Joe's, and I was like, oh, I'm going to regret it. And then they turned into my third. Because I'd love to, I, I, I'd love to get into the turtles, but as you said, I don't want to start any collection. Where do you put the space? Yeah. You, you have I to sub it out. You got to sub it out. Yeah. Yeah. I love the X-Men. Mm -hmm. The original X-Men. I'd love to do I think I was saying it to Ricky. Go, I'd love to get a, a shelf just of the original X-Men. But it's like, where do I put them? You know? And because I've got yeah. so much Star Wars shit. That's one. Excuse me. That's one reason I, I went with the statues. Because I didn't have to have all of them. I got to have my core characters. They're already posed. They already kind of okay. have it there. 
of X-Men. Of X-Men uh, of, of, well, what I'm saying, well, because Iron Studios has a whole X-Men collection. Mm-hmm. I think I know the one. It, and they have like, the, the, that That was their first battle diorama because they, you could get them all just individually doing a thing or you have all of them attacking a Sentinel. A Sentinel. And it's yeah, beautiful if you had all, I know Bobby's got a few of them uh, here, you know, mixed in. That he doesn't have the entire thing, but like I think all in all, with the with the because they had two different Sentinels, they had the one that clearly been through the battle and one that hadn't. So even mm-hmm. then, they had the options, and depending on which mutants you wanted, because you could have a couple extra, it went from like eleven hundred to fifteen hundred bucks for the whole set, and like mm. quarter scale guys, that's like normal money. For like a mm-hmm. statue, like to you got to think you're getting seven or eight statues, not to mention like a twenty inch sentinel, or actually probably bigger, you know. And it lit up, if I recall. Um, not not oh, crazy, he, but it lit up a little bit, you know. Well, because even in my Thundercats, show. my Thundercat statue lights up, but the uh, you the, have to send me pictures. I went, well, here, shadows. Did I take a picture yesterday? Uh, I don't remember. Oh, I got text messages uh, That store that I was telling you about, we went to, the big... We went to another comic book shop for uh, Eternia. Had some cool statues. I had a really cool uh, Bishop um, and Studio statue. I was like, oh. Oh, yeah. I remember that one, yeah. I think it would have kind of paired into... I know he has a rogue, I think. Uh, I believe he has the rogue. I th- Gambit, had, I think. Yes, I think he got both of them for those shelves. And he has, was, uh, the, 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 the Bishop, I like, like Bishop Lee, one of my favorite X-Men. Mm-hmm. That, that was... Uh, if I lived there, I would have bought it. I did, you know what? I did not get a picture. So yesterday when I was setting everything up, uh, for the video after I put He-Man in his place because Thundercats are directly above him. Um, I actually turned on the lights for the video to actually just get some shots just to show that the lights worked. And I left them on like all afternoon. So they're like super dim now. So even if I wanted to get a good picture of them, they're, they're, their batteries have drained. What I actually wanted to do, because it's just a simple like LED setup, right? I wanted to actually get it a... a uh, like a, what's the word I'm looking for? Basically a limiter, you know, or a reducer. And actually, dimmer. no, not a dimmer, but like basically, like because the the voltage will be different from the batteries to the, I wanted to wire it into my actual Norfly system from Ikea. So mm-hmm. I just needed basically like to reduce it from, to, from whatever volts to whatever volts. I think it's only like a, vi- a five volt system and it's a 12 volt thing for the lights. So basically, I need like a five to a twelve reducer, and then I can uh, wire it so that when I hit the lights for the display, the lights in the statues light up too. That's that's oh, what cool. that's what I'd like to do, but I'm very lazy. <laughs> but it does look cool because the eyes on the the eyes on the uh, cat's lair head that Lino's standing on light up, and then the actual Thundercats emblem oh, lights up. That's on. Uh, did you, um, did you have to buy them separate? And they come, yes. They kind of um, yeah. So they're all separate, and they and they're diorama. Like a jigsaw. Yeah. So the, they jigsaw lightly. Like they're it's it's implied. Like you can see where the edges line up, but they're not a hundred percent. You could shove them all mm-hmm. together, like really tight, and it would just be okay. a little crowded, but it would fit together almost perfectly. 
the mutants are a little bit less. So, like, it, so you can kind of rearrange them a little bit because uh, they don't have any very specific edges to line up to each other. Um, what did I do up there? Oh. Oh, God, I needed that. <laughs> did, you, did you just take a piss? <laughs> no, I because <laughs> it's all you get up go off camera and then you're like oh i needed that no, <laughs> it's like you're taking a piss i had, um, I had um, something caught my throat and i just needed a, a quick oh, I, water gotcha. Just to, I gotcha just um, so enough about me. Right. i've been talking about me a lot I'm, like you talk about talk more about you oh, Alan. no so, i got i said i got to i got to open them joes today so i finished <clears throat> I have, I have one, two, two full billies and a half billy. I cleaned them, dusted. I did a bit of dusting mm-hmm. and rearranging on them. So, all right. So, finish my Star Wars. So I've got there all my Transformers and my two, uh, my two uh, GI Joe's shells, which I think I've shown you before. Uh, probably. <clears throat> oh, here. I'm- Okay, I did get a picture. All right, I sent you. Um, I did send you. I just sent you pictures of He Man and the yeah, Thundercats. I see. And um, finished them today. Oh, and what else today? It was my training. Fucking. Oh, just had a birthday party. I haven't stopped today. Just the kids are always doing something. And, you know, but, school is finishing in like, so, two weeks old. So I didn't realize how into MMA you were, or jujitsu, I should say. Jujitsu. Yeah, yeah, like because I was listening to the the so called off the mats episode and listening to you talk about that stuff, and you're all like trying to hi- hide your belt color and everything else like that. I thought that was funny. <laughs> I'm not gonna tell you what my color is. You tell me. Yeah, no. Oh, I'm a purple belt. Which which I feel which, like which, a white belt. Well, give me give me context for that. Where where is that between time time and training level? Um, so I'd be six years in. Okay. But technically, seven years with two COVID years. Um, so it goes white. You have your white belt, you get your four stripes. Then yeah. you go blue belt, then you got four stripes. Then you go to purple belt, then you go four stripes, then you go brown belt, four stripes, and then you go black belt. Gotcha. So you're, you're kind of in the middle ish. Yes, I'm in the middle. Mid- in the middle ish. Middle ish. Well, that's cool. It's, yeah, because. It's, 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 it's the hard. It's the I, for me. It's the hardest, and I, I, I wish to have. I, I wish to be sober, talking this this Dante because I, I feel like where I don't know. I can't remember the other guy's name. I'm just gonna call him his nickname, Peanut. Peanut, yeah. Uh, I didn't, it's, didn't Tyler. Know a, it's Tyler. It's okay. Tyler. No. Uh, I didn't know he was a. a, a he did train. And his story kind of was like kind of cool, but kind of strange for me. Cause oh yeah, it's not the way I'd know how you train. And and, um, and hearing about that, like it was a similar thing. So we, when I was with my ex, you know, she, she had a little daughter, right? And we wanted okay. to, and we wanted to get her into something to you know teach discipline mm-hmm. and everything else like that. And there was a local. Um, whichever type of martial arts it was, well, not not karate. I don't know exactly. You just, I think no, it was martial just, arts. It was just some type of martial arts, arts and but it wasn't wrestling or anything else like that. It was straight up, you know, kicking, punching, whatever. Whichever whichever discipline it technically was, I don't I don't recall. All I know is they wanted a lot of money, and honestly, 
it came down to for for them it was literally how many classes did you come to like they never did what we would consider real testing like to to level up it was like oh you've been here for three weeks cool here's your here's your next belt like didn't matter what you've fucking learned as long as you've come to every class you know the twice a week class for the last three weeks you move up and like and you could go to competitions and that would rank you faster but the thing is is that if you can't afford to go to the competition you know because all that shit was paid for you know it's like you got to pay however much per week got to pay however much for this you got to pay for all the gear you got to pay for all and you're not talking like for me to do it we're not talking about for her we're talking about for the little girl to do it we bought all the equipment like every fucking thing the fucking weapons all the pads all that shit the fucking gym bag all that shit and basically only went for only could only really afford to manage i think like a month and then like as Mm -hmm. soon as soon as she didn't get to go to the first competition now she's way behind everyone else at her level yeah by belt anyways so our kind of ranking system is our professor is quite um, well, well known in Ireland and he'd be quite well known in Europe. Uh, he's, I think he's a five time European champion. Like his, his resume is, is quite, you know, nice. it's a good resume. So he pretty much has a standards where if you put in your time at the start at a white belt, you you get your stripes, but you could be waiting nearly a year and a half, two years, mm. even three years or longer to get your blue belt. Yeah. You know what I mean? Things things don't come easy. Like when I got my purple belt in in, in there before Christmas, I was like, yeah, I'm, I don't want this. Yeah, like, no, this. no, don't need the purple. No, thank you. You know what I mean? Like, but he's he like, he believes that you are good enough. And it's coming from such a high level of a person that thinks, yes, yeah. you are, you know, he's a good judge of character in that kind of a promotion way. Um, it's just a good thing to have but for a coach to kind of go, oh, you're going to come for six classes, there's your belt. It's, it's for me, it's very yeah. Especially, especially without any, like, real testing. Like, I mean, I, I get it for, like, literal beginners, fine like if you're at the literal bottom level and you can at least remember the the certain steps you know the the, the numbered steps or whatever you want to call it um, Wait, pose. For, for for beginners you kind of know so the the classes that I do I do on I do I train two days a week just mm-hmm. because of my uh, my life with my kids and I do three classes each day Monday and Wednesday and okay. the first class is a beginner class Technically, I, I shouldn't need to go there, but I like going there because you work on your fundamentals. Yeah, that's 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 what Fun, you need to. Fundamentals are important. Find. You need to fine tune them, and I get a lot of new people, and you can see the people that have started from their day one to where they are now, maybe six months, a year down the line. You can see the progress, mm-hmm. and you know they're getting it. For the first few weeks, first two months is. Are you actually willing to see if you're learning something, even if it's one thing? Yeah, you're you're picking it up. Well, everyone is different at learning, and um, everyone learns in their own. You know what I mean? Like if I was to go here, build this table. Are you going to make it in 
20 minutes or are you going to make it in two hours? Because I don't know how you work. You could be a slow, slow worker making sure everything's built in a certain way. Mm-hmm. That's how people learn. So that's how people train. Is that some people pick it up. Some people take their time. I like to take my time. And I wish I had a white belt. <laughs> yeah. I had more fun. Well, I but mean... No. It, at some point, you can you do some coaching, and then you can feel like you're with the white belt again. I kind of, I kind of do. I cover some of the labs, kind of sometimes when they're on holiday, or if there's a, one of the the teachers is off. I'm one of the people on the list because I'll bring, like, especially for the kids, I'll mm-hmm. bring my daughter, and it's good fun. Yeah, and te- like helping helping it in the beginning classes, kind of, it's good fun as well because. As I said, you tune on your your uh, fundamentals, and you get to help. You get to help other people learn for sure. Because uh, listening to yeah, so listening to uh, off the mat, uh, you know, especially when Dante drunk, drunk edition, not not that one in particular, but like the ones where he's actually talking to other people, especially the one he posted uh, just this the other day uh, with the other guy who also has a um, an ostomy bag. Um, so somebody else who also has a similar limitation, uh, even though it doesn't stop him from doing the thing, you'd think it would, you know, basically. Um, so to hear them talking about it and, and listening to just, cause I, you know, I have some, I have some coworkers who were also into jujitsu and other ones who were just more broader type MMA stuff, not just, not just rolling, but and like part of me wants to just give it a try, but like. I don't know, like, cause you've been doing it seven years, give or take, right? Yeah, I started. I, so, I so you started at thirty three. Uh, I was thirty four. Yeah, give or take. Yeah. Yeah, thirty four. So to, to start at forty, <laughs> I know people do it, but like, no. just if I have some, if I have a, if I have someone who's already there, like someone who could bring me in, you know, for whatever, you know, the introductory thing, that would be one thing. Like just walking into a gym with nobody I fucking know, that would be the the part that would not get me in the door. But having a friend or somebody would. The biggest the biggest nod to anyone, even if it's a competition, mm-hmm. is actually turning up. If you even went to one class to give it a go, that's a big achievement. It's like for your first competition, if you had a competition for your first time and you had one fight, lost. It's still more than there. it's still more than anyone that doesn't do it. Yeah, exactly. I, I heard you guys say that repeatedly. Loads, loads of people just go, "Oh yeah, I want to do it. I want to do it," but they don't step up and actually try. Yeah. It's it's not for everyone. No, you know what I mean. Like my flexibility is, I like to some of the guys that I I'm trained with are super flexible. Yeah. I'm not as flexible. As I'm, them, I'm but, not either. Know. Never have been. Um, it's not a big deal. I mean, okay, you know, it's, it's good. It's good exercise. Yeah, that it's was good, that was the yeah. thing for me was actually just getting kind of full body workouts. Really, not to mention you have to kind of train otherwise. You know, not just on the mat, but otherwise. You know, to keep your body in shape, not just going out there like some schlub. You know, you got to get some type of other exercise in, right? And you know, something yeah. that you know, I, I, I need I need to work on. You know, it's it's a, it's a, it's good. It's also good for your mental health mm-hmm. because uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of different people in there, and like 
it's when I met Dante, he's likes collecting. He likes comic books. You know, we uh, we liked beer. You know, would have loved. I could have chatted him for I don't know so much time than we did mm-hmm. because he had a lot of things. He liked American football. Okay, he's a Lions fan, but you know what are you going to do about that? Yeah, you know. But it's it's there's so many different people that come in the doors. Some some stay, some don't. And there's a big, there is a not a big, but there is a certain collectors, you know, that kind of nerd kind of culture that's in it. There's, there's a bit of a other cultures as well that I'm not going to speak of. But no, yeah, for sure. Cult, you know, the culture that I'm in, you are as well as collecting mm-hmm. comic books, nerdy movies or shows. Yeah. There are people there that you can just like, oh, perfect example there tonight. And um, the lads, uh, Johnny, like, oh, looking forward to the Flash. Started talking in the Flash, you know, oh, when he goes to the and just kind of having a bit of a nerd talk or a geek mm-hmm. talk, whatever you want to call it. You know, no one's going to make fun of us because fucking he's a black dog and I'm a purple dog. So it's like, yeah, <laughs> what, what are you going to say? Fuck you. It's like, what's that now? You know? Yeah. Yeah, well, exactly. Well, you know, it's funny you say that, you know, you talk about other people who, a broad range of whatever type of culture they're in, right? And mm-hmm. this used to be part of the the motto of the old Shoki uh, nerdcast game. Said name my own show, and the mo- <laughs> the motto the motto was you don't have to be a nerd for everything, but everyone is a nerd for something. Yes, and it and, and it doesn't matter what it is because nerd doesn't mean this. It just means mm-hmm. that it is. I mean, like people also equate geek. Like you know, when people say they geek out about things. It's like it doesn't mean because you like something from sci-fi, you don't you know things like that or toys or whatever. It's like you're a nerd. It's like gaining gaining knowledge and being super interested in something to the point that you devote time and effort to it. That's nerding, you know. Yes. So you have BJJ nerds. <laughs> it's like yeah, that's all they do. That is their fucking life. Like I, th- I think we mentioned it. It's like. Um, the, I can't remember who fucking said it. It's like that in that podcast. It's like um, hobbyists. Yes. And then there's the the BJJ nerds that are like watch the fights. And stuff. I turned on my lights. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. It's actually good. You know, um, like there's there's loads of different nerds. Like you could call gardeners sometimes nerds, Gardner, but they're not. In, but the thing is, they're a nerd yeah. for their thing. Like that's the thing. Exactly. It's like it's your whatever your thing is, whether it's a broad range thing. Like me, I'm kind of more a broad nerd, but I really like really <laughs> more specific things, which clearly I pared down my collection to reflect the things I'm more nerd about, right? Mm-hmm. But then, yeah. like, uh, what it doesn't matter what it is, like. You could just love movies, like not a particular type of movie. You are just a cinephile. That is a mm-hmm. nerd thing. Like you love the way movies are made. You love everything about that process. You learn like anything you've spent an exorbitant amount of time studying. And I don't mean in school, but I mean in life. That's that. I mean, I could probably say I'm probably a bigger Power Rangers nerd, technically speaking, because I have a buttload of the comics more than anything else that I've got. You know, I've got more of the figures, more than likely. I mean, NECA's getting there, but, like, I've collected Power Rangers for longer than anything else I've done. Like, I've got a, a good bit of Transformers, but this is kind of it. Like, you know, mm-hmm. you know, but Power Rangers has a whole thing over there. NECA's more spread out, but I've got a bunch of their stuff. I have more anime stuff over here, but things that I actually bother to care about, you know. But like, mm-hmm. the same way, like, 
podcasting. Some people are podcast nerds. You know, it's just that's their time, their effort, you know, their thing. You got the diorama nerds. You got that's their thing. They just want to build and design dioramas. They don't care about the rest of it. They want to make this cool thing this one way. You know, you've also got gym nerds. Like they just want to. Oh, gym rats. Yeah, specifically. Yeah. yeah. Gym rats, gym nerds, whatever, you know. Beefheads, whatever you want to call them for that. I mean, I'm also a car guy too, you know, for that same reason. You know, I love cars. Yeah. Like I said, when I'm a broad range nerd, I'm pretty like broad like i don't i don't necessarily specialize but there's things where i will go really deep you know in my love for you know in the interests you know and then like some of them some of them wane over time and then some of them never go away you know that's just just how it is i think that's a good nerd to have your horizon can and I, i always feel like i can talk to anybody about anything because i'm also like politically i'm more down the middle like, so I can talk about issues on both sides when it comes to shit, usually. You know, try to have a big middle understanding. So when Dante uh-huh. and I talked, like, so even though I was on Off the Mats, we didn't talk about uh, jiu-jitsu, not really. Jiu-jitsu. But I talked about the, my history of watching the UFC and, like, what I called its heyday in the late 2000s. Uh-huh. So through work, I knew people who would have would have the fight nights on. And mm-hmm. and I was watching um, what was it called Ult- Ultimate Fighter? You know when Ultimate Fighter mm-hmm. came on, I was watching that. You know, you know, you know, couldn't follow anybody really. It was the early days of MySpace, basically. But like, I'm watching. I'm keeping up with these fights. Like, I'm not. I don't care about the stats, but I'm there for my fighter. You know, mm-hmm. and, and I have my favorite, that's, my favorite people. That's, that's when UFC, I think, was easier to watch. I think there was only four weight categories, maybe five. And it was, yeah. It's easier to go. Yeah, I like him. He's my fighter. But now they've they've opened it up to everything. Well, there's so many more people doing it too. You know, it's like comparatively, mm-hmm. like you you were, you basically had like a pool of like 40 people, like men and women, basically who were in the UFC one way or the other. You know, and then you had people coming over from like Pride and stuff like that. You know, but mm-hmm. and the other types of more violent, uh, not TV friendly fighting. And you could tell when it was their first time in the UFC because they wouldn't stop doing shit. <laughs> you know, yeah, the the, the ref the, is pulling the, them the off. Difference. Yeah, like you know, because uh, I was I'm talking about like when Chuck on Chuck Liddell's rise to fame basically is when I started watching. You know, watching that kind of mm-hmm. shit. And I always talked about like Frank Mir was my dude back then. You know, watching Rashad Evans come up and beating the fuck out of everyone and then taking over champions until he fought Rampage and Rampage beat the fuck out of him after that season of Ultimate <laughs> Fighter. I was like, that was that was great. And like, but mm-hmm. it was basically, it was a more real version of wrestling, like normal uh, WWE, WWF stuff. Like, we watch people beat the fuck out of each other every week, sometimes three times a week for years on end with a story behind it. But the UFC, the only story we got, which was mostly real, was Ultimate Fighter. You know, so, mm-hmm. we, you know, so the, that was one of the few reality TV shows that felt kind of real. Because if you didn't train, you got your ass whooped that week. You know? That's, uh, I think that's coming back. And I think McGregor. I think so. um, oh, geez. Yeah, no, it, <laughs> That'll it, be it, fun. Uh, and, and, and you get the characters, too. That's the thing. Like, you can tell when yeah. somebody, like, wrestling clearly an act. UFC fighters? No, no, those are just characters. Like, and I don't mean fake, but a lot, especially McGregor. He's this big bombastic dude. Well, small bombastic dude, technically speaking. But like, and then you see him dressed up in a suit, and he's just talking normal outside of the ring, and you're just like, mm-hmm. it's like, 
no, th- this is the this is the fake. You know, it's Bruce Wayne and Batman. It's like mm-hmm. he's he's actually Colin when he's in the in the thing. It's like, but out it's, here, it's his Bruce Wayne suit. You know, yeah, it, that that's pretty much kind of it. Like you've got this image you've got to give out, mm-hmm. and it oh, wants sure. to be larger in life. So look, like, everyone has their persona they want to put out there, and that's his. Yeah. Like my favorite fighter of all time was GSP, and he was oh GSP, he's so reserved. Like yeah, I was thinking about cool, him earlier. Calculated. Yeah, and I remember him when he came back. Like he he didn't retire, but he left for a while, and then yeah, he came he back. Just, yeah, his, his and contract was, was oh, it's a contract. Okay, I forgot why yeah, he left. It. Yeah, <laughs> no, if that's if that's the time you talk about, like, he, probably like two thousand nine. Nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was a contract thing. Yeah. That so I remember he was he was fantastic to watch him and uh, John Jones and and those guys like John Jones. Jesus Christ, to reach on that guy. Like you just reach a halfway across the octagon and just smack the fuck out of you and then pull back and you can't do shit, you know? And and I love, like, I used to love really mismatched fights. Like it's really fucked up, but you see somebody who clearly has like a 10 inch reach advantage and they're, and they're striking. Like you got, you got somebody who's going to be a wrestler. He's, he needs to take them down, but he can't even get inside that fucking reach. And when somebody mm-hmm. throws a fucking, fucking heel kick out there and he's like, Oh God. No, <laughs> like, like, like there you go. Speaking of uh, McGregor, McGregor's versus Aldo, so many people had Aldo, you know, all experience. He's gonna do this to him. It's over in thirteen seconds at one punch. Yeah, and you could just yeah. do that sometimes. Like it's not yeah. everyone. And it's not, I mean, like, and then you yeah. got these guys. Like, was it McGregor went into boxing? He fought. Uh, what's his face? Uh, Mayweather. Yeah, Mayweather. And yeah. and you know, fine. And then you've got the fucking Paul brothers who are playing a both things at the same time. Yeah. But I mean, they're, they're assholes, but they're skilled athletes. That's the one thing. It's like, you want to hate them, but then they're actually kind of good at what they're doing. But the thing is that they've got so much time on their hands. Do they though? Like I mean, like, what are they doing? They've made uh, millions of money. Yeah. Like, they just if you, make money. Off, if you, they make money from their money is what they do. Yeah, exactly. If you had their money, what would you do? Definitely not what they do. But that's that's the difference between us, and we're not business minded. You would do something. I would do something. Yeah, I wouldn't be doing that. Yeah, you but could get into movies, get into. I more probably podcasting. would be doing more podcasting if I was doing. Yeah, anything. See, the brain thinks. I, like, I would. I would. I, think, I would afford a podcast group that could actually make it. <laughs> you're making it. It's been no. It's just been a bad bad couple of weeks, and just nobody has open schedule. Like it's it's like it's like a, maybe one person you know nobody nobody has my my schedule which is fine I already have I've got a really wide open schedule so it makes it easier but it's not always easy on other people like I want to have other people on like like Pake and uh, TM reviews I want to have them come on but they're really only available on the weekends like mm-hmm. so I'd have to find whatever late night weekend show to bring them on like Pinkerton you know he's got whatever schedule he's going to be having soon with his new new thing. So, and obviously I don't want to interfere if he's got to have a nerd rage day or something like that. That might be his only day off. So, you know, but then Joe, you know, I've had Joe on a couple times just depending. I'll catch him. Yeah. Yeah. We had Joe on episode nine, I believe it was. Uh, but I talked to Joe before that, uh, in, in my old, the old podcast, it was closer to a, an interview more than a thing, but we talked for five fucking hours that day. I split it into I, I, two. 
I would have loved to met Joe because I see I need yeah. I need I, I need to I need to meet someone slash find someone that can speak fucking Japanese. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you be, I think Krista's your better bet there. Oh really? Yeah, I think Krista's better at speaking it and reading it. I think Joe Joe's okay, but not in the same. But I think, I'm pretty sure he's admitted that Krista's better. How, how does Chris know Japanese? No, Krista, his wife. Oh, okay. Uh, it's like Chris. Yeah, there are too many too many Chris's there. But no, uh, actually, the irony is, I bet Kelly, Chris's wife, is probably better because she watches so much anime. And I only got to talk to her briefly while I was at their house. You know, when we, when we, went, oh, to, yeah? we went to go pick everyone else up to go to Eternia Dreams. Uh-huh. And uh, so it was taking forever for uh, somebody to get ready. I think it was I think it was uh, Dave was taking forever to get ready. And uh, so I got the tour. I got the whole Crashbox tour. I got to see, you know, Chris's uh, collection and stuff like that. I got to see the Chugs and Detolfs, um, which is, does actually look really good the way he's done it. And, and I was instructed yeah. to tell Bobby that it is good and it looks fine. Um, <laughs> and I did eventually. But, like, uh, I got to see that and then very briefly got to talk to Kelly about her, her anime collection uh, as okay. we were going out the door. And then at the party, I didn't get to talk to her because she's – Got some social social anxiety, like my wife, kind of. I guess she just can't handle a big crowd. So that's why she left at some point. Uh, I don't think I saw, I don't think I saw her at all. Yeah. So the the whole the whole crew came in all at once, and I believe she was in her own car because later because that night everybody got picked up uh, by uh, Mason. So I think mm-hmm. she took the main car, left everybody there to party, and then Mason picked everyone else up that night. Um, but I would have liked to talk to her a bit more about anime because she was like so like she geeks out about that kind of stuff is great. She's got a cool anime statue a, collection. I had a brief whiskey conversation with uh, the Chris. I gave him mm-hmm. I two kind of files. I think I gave you a yes. smell. <laughs> I gave him one, but I didn't realize he was actually into whiskey. Yeah. Um, I don't know if we ever drank it, so I asked him a question. My my nerd questions this week was do, yeah. do you try it and uh, have they ever have you, or even you have you ever ordered anything from Takara Takara Tomi directly? Mm. Have I, you? I've not. No, sorry, mm. I was burping. Because because uh, the prices in Japan when you buy directly from there mm-hmm. is a lot cheaper. Oh yeah, for sure. Well, it's just a ha- it's harder to understand. Because everything is Japanese, and if you convert it into Japanese, it doesn't read right. It doesn't make sense if you're trying to translate it. This is weird. So, uh, side note here. Uh, I have to make sure I mark that. So, I've been I'm getting my medical bills from when I was in the hospital. Oh. And uh, so I paid off, I guess, the first round of imaging, because it didn't cost that much. And then I got the ER bill. Which wasn't that much, but I went ahead and uh, set it up to pay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I got the actual hospital bill. But because I don't know if that's for everything or if that's for a very specific thing. Because there's no itemized thing for it. It just says, you owe us oh. this much money. Which is less than expected, but more than I'd like to be in debt right now. Um, but I just got another one from the same thing. So I'm like, what is this for? But there's no link like the last time. So they're sending me a paper copy, but I already paid that, so I'm not sure what that one is. And well, it could be the second round of imaging, and they're just charging it separate. 
Like you think because you're in one big ass building, you know, you'd think that all the bills go through whatever. No, every department bills you separately, apparently. Oh, lovely. Yeah. So let me see here. I should have started. Where is it? Oh, I deleted it because I paid for it. Okay, so that is a new one. So I always get a little worried to make sure that it is legit before I click on something, you know? Because mm-hmm. you know, scam emails are so fucking bad. Oh, tell me that. Uh, let me see. No, that says, yeah, that looks like a pretty legit email. I always check these things. And that's a local number, so that makes sense. I wonder if that was that weird 888 number that called me yesterday. Because I don't answer fucking anything that's not a phone number I recognize, you know? Yeah, same. Yeah. Um, but as, as you were saying, uh, ordering directly from Japan does tend to be cheaper. Um, I've ordered some stuff. Uh, oh, so when I was in uh, Gundam stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, to, to order directly from Bandai was a giant pain um, because we're here in America. So you have to go, th- especially once the Bluefin merger happened, it really made things complicated. Um because Bluefin was a distributor for all Bandai products here, and then they did the actual merger, so they were basically one company. Um, that that really fucked things up for like a year and a half, uh, and then it got better. But mm-hmm. after that, getting premium Bandai products became easier because they opened up an actual premium Bandai USA store. So oh. to get premium Bandai products was usually double the cost from the actual Japanese thing. So you pay out the ass to get it here, um, especially model kits, for instance. You know, So you'd have to go through whatever U.S. retailer, say BBTS or whatever model, you know, say Gundam Planet was a place I did a lot of business. And if they could get it, they would have a small allotment, and it would still be double the actual price. So when Ooh. the P. Bandai store opened all of those numbers shut way down on the other retailers because you could now buy it directly from Bandai and at the regular cost. So a normal model kit, you know, uh, well, I got one right here, literally. So this one, which I didn't have this kit specifically, but this is an example of one. Uh, does it have the, yeah. So this one would be uh 20, 2100 yen. You know, give or take $21, $22 American uh-huh. in Japan. But that same kit bought through an American retailer was going to be $45 minimum. Probably would be more. And mm. it, and so the bigger the kit, the more cost. So once the P Bandai store opened up and you could order direct, oh, my God, the savings was ridiculous. You know, the shipping wasn't terrible either because uh, the shipping Ooh. costs hadn't gone through the roof. Uh, because now they had direct distribution. They didn't have to go through something else because now the U.S. distributor was part and parcel to Bandai. So now mm-hmm. the shipping, you didn't have to pay double the shipping because you didn't have to get the import and all this other nonsense. They're shipping to themselves, basically, you know, and then they just ship it out like it's a U.S.-based company. So it actually was significantly better. Um, but only recently, bringing up ordering stuff from Japan, I only recently started buying stuff from Shozi. You know, I know a lot of a lot of guys here in the U.S. buy stuff there because the prices are so much cheaper. You know, mm. but yeah. check that out. Huh? I must check them out, Chosy. Yeah, um, I'm not sure what it's like to to ship to Europe, but you know, I'm assuming it'll be you know decent. Gotcha. 
Alan's earbuds died. Oh no. Our audio is going to go to shit. Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah. It's all good. No, my, my earbuds died. It happens. Although, it's okay. We're gonna we're gonna we could wrap up soon. Let's see how, how long we've been going. Yeah, we're going. We've been going for two hours, so I mean, we can wrap up shortly. Because it's also get, getting late-ish for you. Yeah, it's twenty past twelve, and I think I hear one of the kids waking. Damn um, kids! But, but do you know what the funniest thing was? So, you you saw Chris's collection. I got to see Joe's collection. Oh, you got to go over there. Yeah, so Jaina, uh, she was looking after the cats, mm-hmm. and uh, Bobby was like, do you want to go with her to help her with the cats? I was like, yeah, sure, why not? So I kind of got to potter around and look for fur balls while looking for his, uh, looking at his collection. Nice. I, I'd, love, I'd love to see the, the dummies do a review of his collection. That would be interesting, like because I know that over the years it's gotten better, and Bobby hasn't done a DMH uh, cribs for him in uh in probably like three years, four years. Yeah, it's a long time, yeah. but it's there's some there's so there's some things that I find I found funny is like he's got characters that stand like this, uh-huh. but then smaller characters behind them. I was like, why would you do that? Like, there's no there's no um shelf, no risers. Or, yeah. Riser. It's literally one tall figure, small figure. It's like I assume there's a reason. Because yeah. like Joe Joe knows better, but I'm sure that if if much like with Bobby's collection, uh when sometimes things are wonky, it's just cause it, it hasn't been taken care of, you know. Like we saw that yeah. with the uh, the cat woman that was leaning up against the glass during or in the pot. Oh room. no no. This wasn't uh this wasn't like that. No, but I'm saying I'm saying like there's something that you know that is wonky, but you just kind of let it go like forever. Uh-huh. You know, that's what I'm saying. It's like maybe it's just something that Joe just doesn't care enough to fix, or yeah. or it's for a specific reason. You don't know. I would yeah. I really would have loved to have met Joe and like, you know, personally I would have loved to have just worked out in their gym for like a couple hours just for fun, just to say right. I did it because their gym is so awesome. Yeah, his gym is fantastic. Yeah, and that's where he streams. Yes, I know. Um, the terrible he Yep. The terrible he channel. Yep. Terrible He-Man channel. he Yeah. Actually, they might have, I think they changed the name. I could be wrong. Uh, remember there being an update. So, uh, he is just princess, you know, in Japanese. So terrible. Okay. He-Mei, so, um, and then he has Cyphus 54 is his, uh, is his channel, but I don't know if he's been doing much streaming lately. Well, actually not while they were in Japan, but, um, uh. yeah, I know they're home now, but I haven't talked to him since I got back. Um, and I don't know if he's been, was he on the newest Nerd Rage or no? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I hadn't listened yet. Like, cause, Worth the listen. Well, one, because I, I do have access to the early release of, of Nerd Rage, but I don't listen to it before we record because I don't want to, because God knows if we'll talk about the same shit because half mm-hmm. the time we do, but I also don't want to hear their opinions on things if we're going to mm-hmm. talk about the same thing. So. You know, normally uh-huh. we would record on Monday or Tuesday, so that's usually when Nerd Rage would drop on Patreon. So um, then I would listen after the fact. Usually I would listen to it on Saturdays uh, while I was at work, but I've got so many other shows I'm listening to right now, so I just mix Nerd Rage in when I get a chance. Uh-huh. So, uh, yeah, so it is what it is. So I'll, I'll, I'll definitely check that out by all means. And I would love to have Joe back on uh, as soon as possible because I like talking to Joe. He's so, he's yeah, no, so I, I chill. If you get the opportunity, you can tell him I'd like to have a 
have a have a tap. Sure, we should. I mean, I, I think I could swing it to where we could have two people on here at the same time. Maybe I don't know. I couldn't manage it the last two weeks, so I'm gonna I'm gonna move. Like I'm gonna add you now to our normal group chat, like just, hey. be, just because you've been more reliable than everyone else. It's, it's me. I'm pretty much okay. I just it's notice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Like, and yeah. yesterday was like. I literally was just trying to get an episode done. Like I'm going to have to do what minimal editing I'll do to this one to uh, get it out for the patrons tomorrow, maybe, you know, and then uh, get, How many get patrons it up for do you have? 10. Oh. Yeah. So just in there for most of them are there for the one channel, um, which actually that's what we're doing tonight, doing a request reaction request. So, okay, cool. But usually, usually those turn into us just talking. Like we'll start out with like watching some videos together and then we'll just end up bullshitting for like an hour. Nice. That's kind of cool. Yeah. It's just, I, you know, I don't have a whole, like, while I have a lot of free time, I have specific things I have to do on specific days. So it's like, I have to find the one day of the week I can be consistent. And that's usually Wednesday uh-huh. night. So, <laughs> you know, and then last week wasn't, I had to move it to Tuesday. Cause that's when I recorded with Dante. So, um, Yep, so it was just, it was a mess, but it's fine. I like my patrons. They're fun people. Like, and to finally, and to put faces and voices to people that were only just words on a screen is actually pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, speaking of which, (laughs) like, speaking of which, there's one of them right now. You know, replying, where's the wifey? The wifey has not, she must not have left work yet. I don't have to cook for her. so so basically like as soon as she tells me she's coming home I'm gonna go get dinner ready and then like basically come in here set up for the <laughs> the thing later so I was just like sit here talk to you and then pop into there and then pop back in here <laughs> basically <laughs> but I do appreciate you being able to jump in and talk uh, with me anytime I, as I said just it's more notice yeah hey you know and normally. You'd have plenty of notice, but this is like, uh, we can't even fucking record at all. It's like, I just got to find someone who's available at some point. So next time it'll be a different story. I mean, and and, and like, you know, if you ever just want to come on, you know, let me know, you know, just, just hit, just hit me up and we'll make it happen. That's not a problem. Like you don't have to wait for me to call you. If you got some shit you want to bring up and talk about, by all means. Yeah, no, definitely. I'd, I'd love if I'm free, I'm, I'm I'm pretty much always free. It's just more. Yeah, I mean, like, because I'm I'm so fle- the only place I am actually flexible is on my schedule. <laughs> it's like <laughs> can't bend my legs for the shit, but you know I can move my schedule around. So like, even if it's on a weekend or something like that, and we can get different cast members on, that's even more fun. It's like, you know, I talk to I talk to Ricky a lot. It's like so having other people to talk to sometimes is nice. Mm-hmm. and like no, I, I want to get Sean I want to get Sean on more but he's really only available like Sundays so that's like that's a very specific day that we have to uh, he's uh, Sean Love he's the one who does the uh, custom painted transformers and stuff like that for Bobby yes and a few okay. other guys yes. um, so he was he was one of my original co-hosts so it was me him and Mike is where we started okay. and then Sean had to leave that's how Ricky came in and then Mike had to leave that's how Dormammu came in and then Dormammu falling out is how we got rusty. So, and now I have five co-hosts that can't be here on any given day. 
it's like, I lo- it's like I love you guys, but it's like I'm gonna have to bump Alan up to to show regular instead of extra special guest. Special guest. Special like a, guest. Yeah, special guest Alan. It's like you're you're only <laughs> special because you're coming from an entirely different country. Because Canada doesn't count. Canada is America's hat. Yeah. You don't have to do giveaways. Answer a question, you might get a free toy. <laughs> there you go. That's it. Um, yeah, patrons. Exactly. Exactly. Because they get to sit here. They get, they get to see your guns. You gotta show them off. I'm white, red. Bro, like yeah. you nearly got to see something oh, like, that you shouldn't on. have seen. Look at look at look at your your arm versus my arm. The the tan line. Like yours is more prominent because it's really red right now. This is my normal tan line. No, no, no. Hold on, I can't get my leg up that high. But I've got my wife calls it my five color leg. So I've got my shorts line. I have the fade between my shorts and my knee, and then I have the hard boot line, like right down there. So like my calf to my upper knee is like really tan, and then everything else is white as balls. <laughs> <clears throat> Literally, and it's hairy. So either way, that's a perfect spot to end. So, no, no, no inner thighs. Nobody's paying for that. That's not a level of the Patreon. Um, So either way, guys, I didn't do any of the normal shout outs early on. So, of course, you can follow me at all the Shoki related things that are in the description down below. Ricky has his thing he does on Fridays with the Realm of Collectors called the Realm Hatton Project. Um, so they got a, a special guest coming on this week, apparently. So go check that out. Uh, Mike is at the comic relief crusader. If you feel like following anything he does. And of course we have the rusty mechanic who hasn't been on in a little while because his work has been crazy busy and racing season has kicked up too. So he's going to be very busy on the weekends driving around parking lots in his mini Cooper. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, he, he, uh, does autocross or whatever, oh. it, motocross, cool. whatever. So, um, and then uh, what else? What else? Alan, do they have anything they should follow you? You don't really do. It. You don't have. No, you can follow me. Fucking. Where are you? you yeah, Bobby. Yeah, there you go. So you can see you can see Alan here, and then occasionally with Nerd Rage stuff. So and uh, BJJ. So you need to you need to do some episodes with some more episodes with uh, Dante, on off the yeah, mats. If he's, if he's game. Yeah, I mean, if like, you want to do one, if you want to do one with us, you can learn. I mean, either way. I mean, like, I'm, I'm. It's like when you guys get to the nerding part, I'm gonna just be sitting out. Like, it's fine. It's like, <laughs> it's like I'm talking. It's like I'm talking to Dante about weird sci-fi nonsense, and you guys can talk about actual jujitsu. So, but uh, and nerdy stuff. And nerdy stuff, just basic nerdy stuff. Like, literally, the whole episode we're doing tomorrow is gonna be all about time travel shit because we didn't get to it. We got to multiverse. We got to all kinds of other crazy stuff. I told him about my universe hopping. I told a whole bunch of shit. Like in the last episode, we did like three hours. So like probably like he goes late though. Like that's the thing. So it's going to be super late for you unless it's on a weekend. So uh, either way. Um, I let you go. And if you see him tomorrow, tell him I said hello. Oh, I will for sure. Um, I'm fucking, my bed is calling me. It's calling you. I'm sure that's the only thing. Be like, Alan. Alan. No. Alan. my kids were on the radio there a few minutes Duh. ago. So. No, no. What what do they call you? What do your kids call you? Daddy. They call you daddy. Okay. I don't know. It's like that's a, that's a, that's an interesting conversation. What do you call your parents? What do your kids call you? That we'll have that another day. So either way. So with that, guys. Okay, bye. Peace out. You gotta say K okay, bye, Alan. You can't say peace. K okay, bye. That's not our thing. 
I see her rolling up, Uber black Cadillac, high heel boots, and a sexy body full of tats.